Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Friends kisses, come let me give you what you're missing. But you want some money, friends kissing. I'ma make you say ooh la la when I give you the friends kisses. What we do is not know your friends' business. Know you want some money, friends kissing. I'ma make you say ooh la la. Toto mademoiselle, comment tu t'appelles? Vous appelez la belle, vous appelez la belle. Hold up with your friend, and she's looking for a friend. Now she only got a man, now she's calling up a man. I should kick it with the gang, little hoi from my hands Can't jump into the pants And don't forget your friend, no, I got bad intentions, I can't lie But I can't tell you on it just by looking in your eyes French kisses, come let me give you what you're missing But you want somebody French kissing, oh. I'ma make you say ooh la la when I give you the French kisses What we do is none of your friends business No you want somebody French kissing, oh. I'ma make you say ooh la la when I give you the French kisses French kisses Yeah So so sexy, oh mama But you're trying to girl, girl, sell tea, She just wanna show me what you do, papa I'ma make you say ooh la la, ooh la la Step aside, put your friends on the guest list Now nice, put a tongue, pull her hair with me French kiss Light up her phone, make her moan as she met And she fucked me before I was friendly She classy, but she could be kind of freaky This one a good girl, she ain't on me for club Nasty in the taxi, we ain't even made it home Do I have to say a word just put my tongue in the mouth? French kisses, come let me give you what you're missing But you want somebody French kissing oh, I'ma make you say ooh la la When I give you the French kisses What we do is none of your friend's business No you want somebody French kissing oh, I'ma make you say ooh la la When I give you the French kisses <coughs> French kisses Your lips, your thigh, your hips, don't lie It's in your eyes I can tell that you want it cause your lips, your thigh, your hips, don't lie It's in your eyes I'ma make you say ooh la la when I give you the French kisses Come let me give you what you're missing But you want some money French kisses Mwah! I'ma make you say ooh la la When I give you the French kisses Who we do is none of your friend business No you want some of the French kisses I'ma make you say ooh la la There we go, that's um, Charlie McKnight. I simply typed in French Kisses ZZ Cover, and that's the only one that came up. Why are more people not covering French Kisses? I, um, I've covered it. I'll bring in my guitar and I'll, I will cover it for you. But more people need to cover it. Good evening, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative. I am Ian Lee. Who the hell are you? I'm also sexy. Oh, mama. That's easy for you to say. Um, it's the Late Night Phony Show. Unlike, there's hand sanitizing gel. No one can walk past that without using it. Uh, the Late Night Phony Show, unlike any other Late Night Phony Show in the... We're not really going to... I don't even know what the big stories of the day are, but Kath and I sit here, we chat, and we talk about stuff. You are welcome to join in and talk about that stuff or talk about your own stuff. Basically, you can give us a call about absolutely anything. 0344 499 
1000. You'll speak to Amy, she takes your name and number and gives you a call back. One word of caution. Okay. It won't be a monologue on your part. No. Come on and have a conversation with us, but don't get narky if we ask you a question. Yeah. You heard um, Jeffrey's call from last week. <laughs> I did. What did Gosh. you make of that? So, uh... Well, Jeffrey started out, I mean, uh, kindly enough, and it descended into chaos. All I said was, I have never had an interesting conversation with someone who smoked a spliff or had more than three pints of lager. That's it. Took it very personally. Very personally. Prove me wrong tonight, dear drunks. Prove me wrong. Has the Philip Schofield backlash started yet? Has it started? It has. There's some nasty stuff on Twitter. Well, I can see a text here to James's show. I have a feeling that Schofield's wife loves him more. What? I have a feeling that Schofield's wife loves him more has to do with his earnings. And I onto something here. You're onto the fact that you're a, a, a knob. Um, so there's a, the, the backlash has begun. I saw a little bit last week that... Um, he's not brave, he's a coward, and he's lied to his wife. He was lying to himself, you know, as, as well. Um, but it's it's funny, isn't it? All these people pontificating on something upon which they know nothing. And according to the newspapers, according to what's been said in the newspapers, by the family, his parents are all right, her parents are all right, she's all right, and their children are all right. And yet, there are lots of people on Twitter who are defending mm. these people who are obviously not telling the truth because the strangers on Twitter know better. Here's the thing. There are so many men who are married that have had sexual relations or desire sexual relations with men. There are so many. So, so many. Um, some of my encounters, I saw men with with wedding rings on. You know, it, it, there are so, so many. And maybe they're gay. Maybe they're a little bit gay. Maybe they're massively gay. Maybe, maybe whatever, maybe whatever. But it's so, so sexy. Oh, my, my. So, so common. It's so common. I found out, um, I was filming Friday. Uh, not something I can say very often. But I spoke to my agent today and he said, oh, thank God you were filming on Friday because I had so many calls from newspapers that wanted to, or, or news outlets, that wanted to get your opinion on Philip Schofield. Because I came out as bisexual and in a completely different situation completely and different scenario. scenario. And um, my agent said, no, no, he's, he's, he's out filming. I can't contact him. He, he, he kind of... And so the Mirror came back, the Daily Mirror came back and said, oh, um, have you got his contact details for his wife? Maybe she'd like to talk about it. Say what? <laughs> These absolute scumbags. No, um, no, no bounds, no the limits. The thing that annoys me, uh, it's, there's been a lot that's annoyed me, and some people on Twitter that I quite like, that I follow or follow me, I've been surprised by them sort of liking some of this stuff. I mean, Esther in, basically, saying, yes. oh, there's got to be more to it, and then trying to find out who he might have been with behind his wife's back, all this kind of stuff, of which we know nothing at this point. And actually, I don't care if his wife's all right and his kids are all right. It's none of our business. But here's the thing. Yeah. It's the assumption that the whole 27 years of their marriage was a lie. You can love someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can love someone. They were obviously very much in love. Exactly. They are obviously very much in love and they got kids and, and they're obviously still... I've, I met her once at the National Television Awards um, and, you know, they seem like a really nice couple. You can still be Do you know what? in love. They were a really nice couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's weird. I, yeah, I, I, I think the backlash is going to get stronger 
over the coming weeks. That seems to be the way things go now. I think a lot of people are airing their own stuff. Yeah. This. It's yeah. actually nothing to do with that couple anymore. Yeah, of, uh, of, of course. No, it's, I think it's going to get nastier. I think the knives will come out. Who knows? There might be, you know, people that... that that play up on a past relationship that come forward. We don't know. You may not have... Here's the thing. You don't have to have actually had sex with anyone to be gay. He may never have acted on it. He may have acted on it. He may have acted on it last week. He may not have acted on it for 30 years. <laughs> we don't know. And really, I'm not... I'm not that... I'm not interested. It's that whole thing of, oh, now he's come out, now we expect him to be, you know, lording it up at uh, G-A-Y and... Yeah. When, when you came out, People were expecting you to all of a sudden burst forth with a new male I partner. I will survive. And uh, I had a guy this weekend message me on Instagram. Um, can I just ask you a question, Ian? Before I embarrass myself too much, is it true that you've come out as bisexual? Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> just, just delete. Well, at least delete. he tested the water first. <laughs> a lot of them the didn't, did they? <laughs> I can't understand why anybody... I can't understand why anybody would have a bad word to say about what happened. I could understand why people might possibly concerned about the welfare of his children and his wife prioritizing that over him. I can understand why some people would 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 feel that. But I can't understand then if this is you dear listener, do give us a call. I can't understand why anybody would take pleasure or excitement or a thrill in belittling him. You know that loads of men kill themselves, right, because they can't come to terms or they're ashamed or they're embarrassed or they're afraid of who it is they fancy. That Men kill themselves. There are married men that are gay or have gay tendencies that have killed themselves because they just see themselves in this trap. I, you know, I, I don't make it all about me, but I, you know, I, it was part of the reason I was so depressed and, you know, unhappy for such a long time, not just in my marriage, but in other relationships, because I knew there was a part of me that was not, not that I wanted to just get off with men all the time, but, but I was not being completely honest with people that I was sharing a house with, you know, I was in a partnership and one of the things I'm learning as I get older is that when you're, you're truly with someone that you truly love and is an actual partner, you share everything with them. You know, you share everything with them and I was with women that I, you know, loved and but I knew that I was holding back a really big part and was unable to share it. Yes, oh God, I would love to speak to Ken from Newcastle right now. Yes, Amy, please. Were you frightened that they wouldn't love that part of you? They wouldn't be able to accept that part? I was frightened that they would be disgusted or they would hate it or they would not want to be with me or it never occurred to me that it could be accepted. If I couldn't accept it, if I couldn't accept it, then how the hell would the person that I was sharing my life with accept it? Now, I've since found out that actually people can accept it, and it's fine. You know, when I came out, no one died. No one died. There was a little bit of fallout with a few people, but even that's kind of blown over. Uh, uh, now, so I don't understand why anybody would take... I don't understand why anybody would have a dig at Philip... Schofield. I can understand, having seen some of the reactions, why men and women, yeah, yeah, and those in between, are still reticent to come forward. People, uh, when when it first uh, broke, they, we had a lot of people. Oh well, it's got nothing to do with me. Why do we care? 
tell you why, because a lot of people do care. A yeah. A lot of people do care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll approach with caution. Ken from Newcastle has phoned in. We will approach with caution. I'm going to offer a trigger warning to my listeners. Ken is a fundamental Christian, and um, some of his views, the majority of society, uh, 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 certainly liberals like me, find repugnant. I will not let him get away with anything hateful, okay? And I'm just saying that because I know his calls can upset um, a lot of people. With that in mind, we go to Ken. Good evening, Ken. Good evening, Ian. Just a quick question. How can anyone glorify the practice of sodomy? Because oh. it's fun. It's filthy. It's fun. It's unclean. Ken, calm down, we'll have a conversation. It's funny you went straight to the act. You, you have a douche, you clean, and it's fun, Ken. It's fun. Sex is fun. Sodomy is fun. Sex is fun fun in a marriage. It's wonderful given by God, but oh, sodomy is a sin. Okay, Ken. So you're God right. So you're, so you're, you're, you're why have you gone straight to the sex, as Catherine because said? Because that's why what the problem is. The problem is the sin. No, I tell you, what the, pro I tell you what the problem is. It's, it's people like you. Not Christians, because I, I like Christians. I like Muslims. I like Jews. I like, I like those people. So this is not an anti-Christian rant. It's people like you saying that, uh, here's the thing, right? It's fun. It's a fun thing to do, okay? Some people like doing it. Um, but here's, here's, here's the thing. People who put forward the message that you put forward drive others to be ashamed, to be afraid, to self-harm, to kill themselves. It, it drives men and women to suicide. It kills people. There is nothing, dear listener, to be ashamed of, and you know this, there is nothing to be ashamed of about your body. Your kinks, your, I mean, sodomy isn't even a kink, you know, but, but your kinks and your, your perversions and your habits in the bedroom and your ways of expressing love physically, I should have started it in that order, your ways of expressing love physically with your partner, as long as everything is consensual and both sides or, or more sides are up for it, it's all beautiful. It's all love. Making love, two men making love, two women making love, a man and a woman, a man and three women, three women and two men making love is a beautiful physical expression of an earthly love, of a spiritual love, and also it's a celebration of God. It's thanking God for giving us bodies, for giving us willies and fannies, for giving us endorphins, for giving us jiggly bits and soft bits and hard bits and open bits and closed bits. It's praising God in a physical way. And if anybody says otherwise, if anybody says it's a sin, if anybody says it goes against God's will, that person is dangerous, and that person is lying, and that person is probably jealous. Probably jealous. The dangerous one. Sorry, Ken, you weren't on the air for the last five minutes. What, what oh. bollocks were you spouting? You are the dangerous... Oh, I'm so sorry, Ken. We seem to have, have lost you. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> I would never judge anybody for what they get up to sexually. On their own, 
with a partner with other people. Again, I mean, as long as everyone's up for it. Providing we're talking consenting as adults, As long as right? everyone's up for it, as long as everyone's over age, and um, people are only being hurt if that's what they're asking for. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? If, if people enjoy it, it brings them pleasure. Brings them clo- I like so much sex, right? It, 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 that Freudian thing. Freud was wrong on a lot of things, um, but um, so much of our sexual kinks, just our little twists and turns in the bedroom, can be traced back to about four, five, six, seven, eight years old. So many little things. You like, um, you like wearing women's underwear. You know, not saying you're transsexual, I think, but you just like wearing it. Maybe something happened to you and your mum when you were. There's everything can be traced back. Most things can be can be traced back. Why do we fixate? I've never understood why we fixate on what people get up to. Yeah. I don't understand it. And if your only objection to being gay, and we know that he's an old homophobe, Ken, you know, is the actual act of one man putting his willy in another man's bottom. Why do you think, when I think of gay men, that's not what, I th- that's not what I'm thinking of. That's not what, it's not the first thought that comes into my mind is, hey. it, it's... <laughs> It's, um, well, it's, it's, I just think of two blokes, is what I think of. When you meet an old married couple, (laughs) (laughs) it's the first thing you think of, you know, grey love. For heaven's sake, it's a tiny part of what it is to be a human being, yet we spend an awful lot of time thinking about it and obsessing about it. And disapproving of how other people might be doing it in our imagination. For heaven's sake, get on with your life. What's, here's the thing, and, 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 um, Lexi makes a good point. She says, I'm a Christian. I just want to say I agree with absolutely nothing Ken says. God knows the heart. Be kind is surely the best commandment. Love. Just love each other. That's it. It's love. And sex is fun, right? Sex is fun. But at its purest, sex is... I wasn't joking when I say it's a way of praising God. It's at its purest, it's the intermingling of souls. It is people who would who desire each other and are feeling passionate and love each other, expressing that in a physical form. It's all right saying, hey, I love you, or writing a letter. But you can also express those sentiments by being inside each other, by, by doing, you know, by slapping bottoms, <laughs> by, you know, flicking wibbly bits, by, <laughs> by pulling and pushing. All of these things yeah. are a really beautiful expression of love. God, God made us in his image, right? So God wants us to do naughty stuff. God wouldn't have given us the naughty bits if he didn't want us to do naughty stuff. Within a marriage. Oh, come on. How, how long do marriages last now? We call them now? naughty bits. It's our hang-ups. It's oh, like... no, I, I like calling them naughty bits. That oh, works for me. I know you me. do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it's just, I don't understand. Look, no one is in any way condoning, I don't know, you, you know, doing it out in the street in front of people. No one's con- saying you have to. You have to watch me do this. No one's suggesting children or animals or a- against people's will. No one's suggesting that. If you're up for it and they're up for it, and you're both, you know, in a good place, what's wrong with that? It's beautiful. I mean, it's not beautiful. Obviously, if you've ever looked in the mirror when you're <laughs> at it, it's bloody horrible. <laughs> and here's the thing as well. It's ridiculous it's such a ridiculous thing right home taping has killed live sex (laughs) right what i'm gonna do is (laughs) i'm gonna lay on top of you and i'm gonna make these these noises and i'm gonna say rude words and i'm gonna sweat a lot and get out of breath 
It's ridiculous and it's stupid and it's silly, man. It's sex is silly, but it's wonderful silliness. It's wonderful. So no, I won't. I I, I won't have anybody coming on and saying gay sex is horrible. Gay gay sex is no, you, you, you know, is is no worse than heterosexual sex. It's not worse. You know, it's it's fine. Um, I I I I was I I did know Ken would go for something like that. Um, I didn't know he'd go quite as quickly <laughs> straight in with the sodomy. Hey, go, buy me a drink first, you know. <laughs> Give me a kiss on the lips first before we get to that. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone. Don't phone up, right, this show um, and try and, and have a pop-up gaze or... It's not the place. If you think that being gay is wrong in any way whatsoever, do you know what? Plenty of shows out there. Plenty of shows out there for you. Also, Ken is a classic example of a monologuer. Yeah. Mm. And if you don't believe us, listen to another radio station. Right about now, we'll be ringing them up. Plenty of shows where if you don't like gays, you'll you'll get a fair hearing. Not this one. Not this one. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's all good. It's all good. It's all beautiful. It's all love. It's all it is. Uh, let's go to Tony. Good evening, Tony. Oh, hi guys. Hi. So, I was just ringing up, I had a couple of funny things I was going to talk about, but I've totally lost them, because this is why I love you guys so much. Your answer to him, when he said that, why would people do that? And he said, because it's fun. That's it. I was obviously crying my eyes out. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. That's why you guys are so cool, and I've totally lost my train of thought, but I love you. This is the best answer anyone could ever give. <laughs> Why would you go straight to that? Why would you go straight to that? I've never even done it, but I bet it's really fun, and that's just a wicked answer. I love you guys. I can't remember the rest of what I was reading. Well, shall we let you go then, Tony, and thank you for your kind words? I'm going to go and try it. Yeah. <laughs> you made it sound so appetising. <laughs> play safe, guys, is another thing I would suggest. Play safe. Play safe. But play. Play. And if you've got a partner, um... Uh, here's the thing as well. I never felt that I could share some of the little w- weird things that I'm into. Again, shame. Shame. But if you've got a partner, it's all right to go, I, I, I quite like this. And if, they, if they're up for it, they'll go, yeah, all right, I'll give it a go. And if that person isn't up for it, well, okay, maybe you can find a compromise. Maybe you can find something there. There's compromises. But here's the thing. That other person might be into something they yeah. fancy trying they've never yeah. dared ask about. Yeah. yeah. The funny old world, isn't it? We get so hung up. I've been, I'm, I have been all my life, and I still am a bit, but nowhere near as much as I have been for the last... What am I now? Four, four, how old am I? 46? Dear God, I'm old. Not 46 yet. No, yeah, I'm 46. I'll be 47 this year. Sweet mama. Man alive. Um, That's been a long time and not saying. Let's go to Wayne. Hello, Wayne. Hi, Kath. How are you, Ian? Hello, Wayne. Hey, Wayne. Wayne. (laughs) Like the the thingy. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, I might sound a bit different because uh, it's the first time I've been sat up in a week or so. What? Sat up? He's been sat up. Are you on speakerphone? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Are you? There he is. Close up, Wayne. Oh, hey, Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> yes. 
like I say, it might sound a bit different. First time I've been sat up in a week or so. Good for you for being sat up, Wayne. We really appreciate the effort you've put into this call, and it's really good to work one so far. Yeah. A couple of times I've been on the show, uh, you've asked me if I'm gay, but I've got a confession. Okay. Yeah. I've had a threesome with Barry White. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that yeah, sounded well, funnier in your head than it did in, in my ears, but okay. Okay, it probably did. Now, I was on about bringing the music into the bedroom. Oh, right. you got to get the music into the bedroom. Indeed. So it was, it was Barry. Okay. And was that all you called in for? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank mate. you very much indeed, I Wayne. Think you've ever asked Wayne whether he's gay? I ha- don't think I have. Must put it on a list, though. Ask um, Wayne. <laughs> we still don't know for sure. No, but don't. still, that gag was excellent. It was Thank so you. Good. No, it wasn't. It was sexellent. Thank you very much, Wayne. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Cass. Hello, Paul. What a love bomb on Friday. Oh, it was good. What was the. the it was, oh, my God. No, I've got Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Hunter. Hunter. That was it. Kurt I knew it was Hunter. tricky. Wasn't it lovely? Guy, for those who don't know, Periscope Love Bomb we did on Friday. It was a guy playing um, in like a bar in Arkansas. And he had five people watching on and Periscope. No one was listening to him. No one was listening to him. And we went in. At one point, he had over 250 people watching. And he was thrilled. And he was really talented, wasn't he? Oh, he's incredible, man. I've, I've listened, like, again on Saturday night as well. I've watched some of his other videos. He's brilliant. Good, good. It's, it's original stuff. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's great. He's, we found, this is the joy of it. We found a real talent. We have done the last yeah. few times. Um, we've done one. Bride of Christ was another one who was, was, was wonderful. So, you know, there are good people out there. Yeah, I was supposed to just want to say thank you for that, man, really, because I found a new artist to listen to. And I mean that. A genuine artist. He's really good. You're welcome, Paul. That'll be £50. <laughs> I'll pay pal. Okay. Anything else? Uh, that's it, really, man. Thank you very much indeed. These are short calls, but they are great calls, apart from the joke about Barry White. Was it a joke? Mm-hmm. We haven't got the test back from the laboratory yet. Hello, Declan. Hello. How are we doing there? I'm, we're uh, doing great, Declan, but are you on speakerphone? Uh, this is what I did explain this uh, to the woman. I said, uh, my missus has borrowed my phone. The only way I can get through it is on a tablet, and would that be a problem? Okay, if you sp- the, the woman is that I think what's, woman. Her, what's her name, Catherine? Amy. Is it? Are yeah. you Amy? I didn't know that. Did you say this was okay, Amy? Have you sanctioned this? Uh, I, I said you could explain it to you. Okay, thank oh. you. In that case, Declan, if this is the only way we can speak, God damn it, I need to hear your wisdom. She's taken away all other means of communication. <laughs> we can only come on, come on, Big D. What have you got? Live, love, and laugh. And that's that's the main thing. Oh, matter. I want to have that written on my wall in my kitchen. Peace, love, and unity, that kind of thing. Don't want that. I want live, love, and laugh, and the rules of this house are be kind, <laughs> smile, eat chocolate. <laughs> and also, I've recently uh, joined that Periscope. I've been hearing you on about it so much, like, so, but I've only got one follower. Okay, well, have you found have you found any other people yet? Any good, interesting people? Uh, only, only my missus kind of thing. So. Well, what's your missus doing on their deck? Oh, I don't know. That's what I mean, so... We've uh, experimented on there, that's all. Uh, what, what happened there? Oh, just not uh, part of the kitchen unit over. That's okay. She doesn't him the phone. Live, love and laugh. Okay. All right. <laughs> anything else, Declan? No, no. All right, nice to talk to you. Thanks very much. Has anybody got anything... Has anybody got anything to say? Ain't the moon big? <laughs> it is, though. Uh, 0344 499 1000. This dear listener is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's try Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Good evening, Ian. Evening, Carl. Hey, Good evening. Right, I'm sending my love to both of you over this phone line. Thank you. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the vibe. I'm feeling Ooh. you caress my ear. Beautiful. And uh, I got your text early in, and uh, I'll be thinking about you next week, mate. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm taking... But, but me and Kath are both off on Wednesday. She, by coincidence, she's got a thing at her kid's school. I've got a job that, that, that is just, was just too good to turn down. So, uh, but I'm off next week. I've just booked next week off. I just decided today, because I'm just not feeling myself. After feeling great a couple of days last week, I'm feeling lousy. And I thought it was unfair to sort of take this week off. So I've, I've just booked next week off. Catherine will be here next week yeah. and will be um, uh, probably less, I would suggest maybe a little less sodomy. Maybe, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, looking at my notes. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to have a <laughs> relax. I'll, I'll do some streaming next week. I'll, I don't know, Alice. Just, just something's hit me and uh, not feeling yeah, good. So I'm looking well, after myself. Is it, is it the same sort of thing that happens? you think or i heard you talk about your, your father on on twitch it's the seventh anniversary of his death yesterday yeah. and i didn't realize i didn't realize until i phoned my friend up my mate simon whose birthday is the day after mine and i saw it was his dad's 30th anniversary of his death so i um f- phoned him up and said oh, i'm just checking you're okay he said yeah i'm fine how are you i said well i'm fine he said well it's the anniversary of your dad's death as well isn't it i went oh, is it and i checked my sister it was seven years and it um yeah, it makes you think, doesn't it? It makes you think. Yeah, absolutely. My father died 2014. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's still not very far away, really, is it? Mm. So. Just one, one second answer. Um, Amy, would you like to try and call 7485 up and see if they'd like to come on the show and make their point? I'd be really interested to talk to them. Get a lot of people texting in. So much easier to discuss these things if you find up. So 7485, if your number ends in that and you just sent us a text, you're going to get a call from Amy in a second. Look forward to speaking to you. I wonder what's going to happen now. I'm being, I'm being unfair. I'm being unfair. Um, uh, anyway, Alistair, what have you got for us? A um, couple of things, really. First of all, in relation to Philip Schofield, yes. um, I don't care. I mean, I hope he's happy and his wife's happy. Yeah. And his kids are happy. And that's it. Yeah. Um, I am willing to say, um, I think I'm mainly heterosexual, but as I'm alone at the moment, I do use both male and female pornography. There you go. Beautiful. Good for you. Um, so, you know, I mean, no one's, you know, definitely one way and or, or another. I think it's a, it's a mixture, isn't it? Well, I think people? maybe. I, do you know what? I think if there's a spectrum, as I believe, as I believe there to be, then by definition of a spectrum, there must be some people who are definitely one hundred percent one thing, and yeah. definitely one hundred percent at the other end of the spectrum. There must be if you have a spectrum. That's what defines the spectrum. But I suspect that the majority of people, I suspect that a significant number of people lie somewhere within there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not my view. But um, anyway, do you want a quick review of the Academy Awards that I watched? Oh, yeah, I do. I've got no idea. I know that um, uh, Parasite, (laughs) a film I couldn't sit through, won Best Movie. Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, you know, you've seen... Well, I'm sure you've seen the Academy Awards at some point, and it's the same old, same old. Yeah. But it was quite 
funny, I found. It was very amusing on point. First of all, the music in the show was actually quite good. Yeah. And they, they had a thing where they did a, uh, the importance of original song in the, you know, in, in, as, an, as an award. So they did, there, was a, there was clips of all sorts of films over the years uh, mixed with the song that w- went with them. Oh, and, yeah. You know, it was very entertaining. And then that all finished. And then to everybody's surprise, no one was expecting this. Eminem turned up on stage with a full band and you lose yourself. What? Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. And you know when people are sat down but they can't move? No. They're all moving their heads, like sort of micro head banging. Yeah, they really enjoyed it. But yeah. It was really kind of, it, it was the best part of the show. And, and to me, amusing, because obviously... It was a bit out of context yeah. as far as the, the audience were concerned. Martin Scorsese, I don't think, was very impressed. Well, I mean, that, that was... guy's forgotten how to make a movie. <laughs> He's forgotten how to make a movie. Alistair, thank you for your Oscars update. I appreciate it. Uh, 7485 isn't answering the phone. Oh, oh, no. Must be on silent. I'll read out what they said. If Kath and yourself believe... Now, you've got to listen very carefully. If Kath and yourself believe that you can love your partner whilst having same sex with someone else and for them to be okay with that, remember that bit, your idea of love is wrong and perverted, I won't be listening to your crap anymore, says 7485, it's a new texter. If Kath and yourself believe that you can love your partner whilst having same sex with someone else and for them to be okay with that, well, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. So you're saying you can love your partner and have a same-sex relationship and your partner be okay with that. I'm sure there are people relationships. We're not, I'm not in any way suggesting that's what's happened to Philip Schofield, but I'm sure that, in fact, I know there are relationships where that is okay, where a man is married to a woman and the woman is happy for them to have um, sex with men. I know that exists. Or where the husband is happy for the woman to have sex with another woman. But so, here's the thing. What's it got to do with you? <laughs> also, why does that shake your belief in real love? If you know what real love is, very happy for you. But other people's definitions doesn't necessarily have to fit yours and vice versa. If Kath and yourself believe that you can love your partner whilst having same sex with someone else and for them to be okay with that, your, your idea of love is wrong. Well, first of all, we didn't actually say that. No. You've brought up this very strange scenario. So thank you, Gosh, 7485. What, what imagination. A glimpse into your psyche. No one is, is suggesting... If you're referring to Philip Schofield, no one is suggesting that he's had... We don't know if he's had sex with men All we're in, saying is, just because men. he has, because he's come no. out doesn't mean he never loved his wife. We don't know. Okay? But, no, we're not saying that a healthy, you know, the, the perfect relationship is a man and a woman and one of them is having sex with someone of the same sex and the other partner is okay. We're not saying that at all. How dare you question my idea of love? My idea is... I don't even need to explain it to you. 7485, you didn't have the balls to pick up the phone, and that's a real shame. 03444991000 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Someone has just sent two tweets suggesting we get Ken back on. Somebody just set up an account. Uh, well, no, it's set up three years ago, four years ago, but saying that I haven't got the balls to get them on and my listeners will drop because of Ken. Then you just made a really good point. Yeah. Go on. Why are people so rattled? Yeah. Feels like we're kind of shaking your world this, by just our opinion, which may not be yours. Fine. Why, why are you that bothered? It's, um, it's really strange. People are, in 2020 are so upset. 
by a man saying he is sexually attracted to other men. And I don't understand why. I, 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 honestly, I don't understand why. I would love it. <laughs> I mean, here we go, here we go. Um, who's this guy? Here's the thing, the fact they don't ring up and they send their little messages, they hit and run, right? The fact they do that suggests that they know it doesn't bear scrutiny. I think I've blocked this person, hang on. Um, if I have, then we won't. Yeah, blocked. Okay. Just because it's not what you fancy. Here we go. Why do you want to stop someone else? This is a guy I blocked. All oh, right. Okay. Um. How do you know what God thinks about anal relations between males? It's a sin according to the Bible. Well, it isn't. Nowhere does it me- does it does it mention bum sex in the Bibles. Nowhere does it mention it. Doesn't mention it. You're deliberately deceiving your listeners. I'm going to read a sentence. Guess which word is spelt wrong. You're deliberately deceiving your listeners. You're. They just can't. Do they can manage they? deceiving? They just, they got deceiving and deliberately and, and no, but they cannot I get know why. your... Spe- spell check. Spell check. Um, thank you, James. I remember why I, I, I blocked you. Uh, because you're a knob. Um, well, was, ring up if you like. Yeah, I mean, it's a phony show. I'd be really interested <laughs> in talking this through. <laughs> hey, Fraser. Hi. Uh, good evening, guys. Good evening, Fraser. Welcome to my world. Well, thank you. Um, uh, first up, could you unblock me since you're on the subject? No, of no, no, not going to unblock you. I know. I have decided not to unblock you. You said that you promised that you would unblock me. No, I didn't. I said I'd consider it. Well, why not? I didn't find your um, apology sincere. Um, so I would, I'd, I'd let it go if I were you. Okay. Um, I don't know, a couple of points to make about Schofield and other things, but... Uh, don't fancy it now? Why are you not going to unblock me? Why is it so important to you, uh, whether a radio host blocks you or doesn't block you so on a social media be, platform? Well, no, it's only only because I can find out what's going on in the show, that's it. You can that's, listen to the show. That's about it. I, I can only listen to it now and again. Okay. Uh, what twelve hours shifts? So okay. I, I like to be in the loop, and I'm a podcast guy. Okay, and, well you can uh, listen to the podcast. Yeah, but it's not, it's not it's not like live, like Twitter's live. Well, I mean, there are way you can there are ways you can look at what I'm tweeting, even though you're blocked. So I'm, I'm I I have we well, set up another account, or you so I am not. You can't you can't set up set up another account. Yes, so difficult. Now. Yes, you can. I've got I've got three separate accounts on Twitter. So yeah, you well, can. I've, I've tried it. You can't because well, I've, I've got three separate accounts. You can. You must have three separate phone numbers then. No, I've got three different emails. Yeah, but look for a phone number now. I've tried it. Oh well, unlucky. You won't know what I'm tweeting then. What did you call in to say? Um, I just wanted to talk about. Uh, Schofield and why people are giving them some flack. Away you go. Um, not that I think this, but I think. Well, no, no, no. In that case, don't, don't. We can all guess why people are giving him flack. I want people who have given him flack or who are angry or upset by him to call yeah, in. I don't, I don't want people to kind of guess why I'm, others are giving well, him flack because I can do I'm that. Not, I'm not angry and I'm not upset. Okay, so but you're, so you're going. Well, there's no point in you guessing why other people are angry and upset because I could do that. And with respect, I'm not guessing. I'm not guessing. I'm giving you my opinion. Well, yeah, but why that's people are. okay. Well, that's it's, it's similar to a guess. 
Well, it's not really. Have you spoken to these people? Well, well I've, I've, it's I've, a guess I've then. Them. It's I've, a it's I've, a I've guess then. Them. It's a guess. So, I've have these people have these people told you why they're upset and angry with Philip I Schofield? Have, have these people told you why these people have that? Why they're upset and angry with him? Told me personally, no. Well, so it's a guess. I'm I'm talking about social media. So it's a guess. Well, I'm talking about social media. Okay, which you seem to struggle with. Well, I still wind up Mike Graham's fans, so yeah, I struggle out. I struggle with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's important to you, is it? Winding up Mike Graham's fans. <sighs> yeah, as yeah, because you've got to strike a balance. You don't. <laughs> Your priorities are all over the shop, Fraser. How come? I, 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 I honestly, we finish at one. I haven't got time to explain it to you. Okay. So do you want me to continue? I don't want your guesses as to why people who have a problem with Philip Schofield have a problem with him. Because I could guess, and with respect, I could probably guess a whole lot better. I think the people that have been annoyed... Here we go, we're going to get the guess. We're going to get the guess, despite saying we didn't want the guess. Do you want it? Is it a guess? No, it's an opinion. But, but, but where, what is this opinion based on? Based on the things that I've read on social media. Why don't you tell me what you've read on social media? Okay, the fact that he presented himself as a hero. No, I don't want to speak to you about it. I want to speak to someone who who is angry or upset. I don't want to speak no, to I'm someone... Upset. Well, then no. I don't want to speak to you about it. Why not? Because... for <laughs> then sure. Yeah, exactly. But I, me and Catherine set the parameters, and the parameter of this is, I, I would there was like no to... Parameter. The whole basis of your show was oh. that there was no parameters. Oh, no, no that's, that's nonsense. I, I, there are parameters, they're just no, invisible. No, 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 no. Oh, no, don't tell me what my show no. is, because I, I, I I've been doing it. I've been doing it for quite a long time. I know what my I show is. Fraser, with respect, with respect, Fraser, I know what my show is a little bit better than you, and I can... you. Maybe you're starting to understand why you're going to remain blocked. The parameter for this is, um, and it's a very specific parameter, I would like to talk to people who are angry and upset with Philip Schofield to find out why. That's it. I don't want to talk to, to you about your opinions uh, or, or your thoughts or your... your I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in that phrase. It's irrelevant. Right, okay. So the whole premise of your show is that you can phone in about absolutely anything. That's what I that say, a, but obviously it's not true. parameters of your show. That's what I say it is, but obviously that's not true. Well, I thought most people got that. Well, that's true. Hmm? I've been listening to your show since year... So, did you hear four. us say the bit, Fraser, about being prepared to be challenged? Yeah, of course. Okay, so you've been challenged. Challenge me then. You're not bothered about it. So, if we want to read stuff off Twitter, we can do that ourselves. No, but it's, I'm, so, I'm giving you my opinion, that's all. You're not giving it as your opinion, you're reading off Twitter. I'm giving you my opinion on why Twitter is so harsh. Oh, that's a different post- topic altogether. Post- you didn't mention that in the preamble. Well, I think I did. No, you didn't. You didn't say, I'm phoning up to give you my uh, impression of why Twitter is so harsh. That's the first time you've mentioned that, Fraser. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's why I was giving you opinion on... Why All right. Schofield is getting so much flack on social media. Okay. We specifically said we want to talk to people who are upset and angry with him. Okay, but the, your whole 
parameters of the show as you can phone up about That's anything. what I say, but, but obviously, and I thought most people would get this, obviously that's not true. There's certain things you can't phone up and talk about. There's certain things you can't phone you up lie. and say. Fraser, let me finish the sentence and respond to what I'm saying. There yeah. are certain things you can't phone up and say. Like what? Uh, for example, you couldn't phone up and say that a famous actor was a paedophile. You couldn't do that. No, so, okay. Well, 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 but that, but, but, but that doesn't fit into the parameters of me saying you can phone up and talk about anything. Yeah, but... It's like, so, obviously, the pram... That, so, you understood that me saying you can phone up about anything wasn't 100% true. You understood that? Apart from the three things, you can't swear, you can't be libelous, and you can't do something else, and that's that. Well, though, that's when I, that's when we talk about straight to air. That's a different, that's a whole different skillet of fish. But you still can't be libelous to somebody when you phone up. Exactly. Right. So when, so, well, you get now you're getting the phrase, and all you got to do now is you've got point A and you've got point B. Put them together, and what have you got? The late night alternative. That's your call, Fraser. Stay safe out there on Twitter. It's a tough place, and I don't think you're you're strong enough for it. Let's go to Dean. Good evening, Dean. Oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I misunderstood the conversation. I'm actually. Uh, I spoke to your uh, your researcher, and uh, I uh, um, many years ago I was married. I had three children, and uh, my wife left me for somebody else. And then I realised my my true sexuality. Uh, I'm now 68, and me and my partner have been together 20 years. I'm, ass uh, I'm, assuming, we your partner, I'm assuming your partner is, is, is a fellow, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You, you wait until your 69th birthday. Man alive, you guys are going to well, celebrate. No, it's, it's, uh, we, we've been together 20 years. Beautiful. That's fantastic. Um, I mean, I brought up three, well, we both brought up three children. You that, know, that's and, beautiful. And, uh, Emma was one of them that we lost the, last, the other week, uh, last month. Yeah. Uh, in November, you know. But, but, but love, is, love is love. Yeah, and uh, I just wanted to say, I, I misunderstood, I didn't realise you wanted people that were angry with Philip. No, sorry. no, no, here's the thing, the people can phone up about anything within certain parameters, but yeah. specifically, the people that were angry, I, I don't want someone phoning in going, here's why I think people are angry with Philip Schofield, I want someone to phone up and go, here's why I'm angry. But, uh, that doesn't exclude any other conversation, including the one we're having now. So that fits in, in perfectly, fact, Catherine. In fact, you're perfectly placed to answer this question, because this is something that's been thrown around a lot because of this Philip Schofield story. But, you know, it comes up now and again when you hear a story of a man who was in a relationship with a woman who comes out as gay, right? Yeah. They're saying, people that don't know him, and this is not what he's saying, this is not what his wife's saying, this is not what his in-laws are saying, or his children, right? They're all, apparently, they're all kind of in the same mind, they're all supportive of each other, they understand what's going on, they still love each other, it's yep. something they've worked through as a family, or they are working through as a family. Everyone is all right, nobody is hurt, no. or certainly no one is saying, I'm terribly hurt by this and I don't want it discussed, right? Uh, but strangers are saying, here's the thing, hang on, hang on, hang on, Date, Dean, I really want to ask you this question. Oh, yeah, strangers sorry. are saying, he's betrayed his wife, he never loved her. Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. He can still love her. I still love my wife, even though she left me. Uh, I still love her, and I still talk to her, and she's a good friend. Uh, because, you know, she's the mother of the children. Although I brought them up. So, there's still a lot of love there. So, I, it's absolute rubbish what people are saying. Because they love to still be there. All my three children grew up. I've got six lovely grandchildren. And sadly, I lost my Emma... 
in November, as you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, she she left two lovely children, and um, we're all, all everybody's uh, happy, you know. And um, uh, uh, I say, Lewis, their father has no problem with us, nor does his mother and father, and they're quite churchgoers, you know. And they're all very, very, well, we're all very close, really. Dean, thank you very much. Every phone call from you is uh, a revelation. Everyone is a revelation, Dean. Thank you very much for your call. I appreciate that. I want to move on because I just want to squeeze in Keith before the news. Good evening, Keith. How do, Ian? Yes, I do very well, Keith. Thanking you so much for asking. I'm I want here. to tell you why I'm fuming with Philly um, Schofield. Okay, where we go. I am a, an alpha gay, right? I am uh, a manly gay. And um, I just don't like the thought how he's stayed in the closet for so many long and now he can come out and join the community, you know what I mean? And that like he's nothing like he's been here forever when he didn't even have the, the decency to tell us, oh, he's one of us and now he wants to be one of us. Are you upset what, what that he thought? didn't speak to the gay men before he told his wife and the public? The gatekeepers. The gatekeepers. I, I'm more worried about, in this, his wife and his poor children, two children, whatever. I'm more worried about them. The, the they're impact. all right, Keith. Yeah, okay, okay. Here's the thing, Keith, and you're not coming back on the air. You normally phone in as um, Alan. Remember the last time we had two Alans? One was Alan Caddick. Oh, and yeah. was that, that guy was funny. Well, it's the same guy. Right. It's the same guy who was really, really funny in that call where it was Alan and Alan. Really funny. And now, and, and that was quite funny there. That was quite funny. I mean, yeah, it my was eyebrow was raised at Alpha Gay. <laughs> well, we knew, we knew straight away that it was, it was a, the, the, the prank, because it said, because <laughs> I, I, I can see your call in history, so I know that you're Alan, in inverted commas. And it was quite funny, but then to phone up and make really unpleasant sexual slurs, about Philip Schofield's wife and his children. He's taking it too far. It didn't go out on the radio, it was dumped. So, I don't normally do this, and I could get in trouble for doing this. But, I'm prepared to give you another chance, because it didn't go out what you said. I'm prepared to give you another chance, because I thought that your call with Alan the other day was funny. And that maybe, maybe you just misjudged the tone of the show here. So I'm going to put your fader up. Bearing in mind, we've got 14 second delay. So anything you say, I can dump it. I'm going to put your fader up and we're just going to see if you're going to apologize or if you're going to do it again. If you do it again, you're banned forever. It's as simple as that. What do you reckon? Yeah. So you go- I, will, I will not do it again. You, do you say sorry? I apologize. Say sorry to me. I apologise, Ian. Say sorry to Catherine. I apologise, Catherine. Say sorry. Could you say apologise? Apologise. Yeah. No, could you say it, not your um, keeper? (laughs) I'm sorry. Could you say sorry to the Schofields? I apologise to the Schofields. Could the keepers say sorry, please? Can you all say sorry, please? We all apologise. And could you say sorry to gays? The gay community. And the alphas in I am, particular. I, I, I am gay. Well, you've let them down. Apologise. I am sorry for my own community and my fellow boyfriends in this room. I ban you from kissing any men for a month. 
Oh, God, I can't do that. Thank you very much indeed. We'll you should speak have thought again. about that, shouldn't you? This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road is where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end a new adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style dawned on me today, I hate this country. Go and live somewhere else. Well, no, I won't. My kids live here. And I work here. And uh, I've got a nice house. Well, stop moaning about it. I can moan about it. It's free speech. I voted in the election. I can, it's free speech. I can say what I want. Do you know what I want? I don't know what I want to say. I hate this country. I hate the, the way that... Um, just flicking through Twitter. Yeah. I, I don't hate this country, but I am getting very tired of all the knobheads in it. I saw a tweet by Michael Rosen. We're oh. going on a bear hunt. I like Michael Rosen. I've always liked Michael Rosen. I think Michael Rosen should be Prime Minister. And he said, how have we come to this, that David Lammy could be told to go home or something? I thought, well, what, is, what is this? And David Lammy has stood up in Parliament to talk about there are several people that are being deported, criminals from the Windrush gen mm -hmm. generation, some of whom are murderers, not all, but they're being deported. Pretty Patel, of course, um, got up and walked out as he was talking and got booed in the House of Commons. Um, and so a lot of people tweeted to David, David Lammy, oh, you should go home. 
we should we should export you. And Michael Rosen's right. How have we got to a place where it's acceptable for people to tell a black man, I'll go home. That feels to me a very 70s... Hackney? Early, I think it's Tottenham. Very 70s, early 80s kind of thing. I remember hearing that in the 70s and 80s. I'll go home. Why don't you F off home? Do you remember um, when we did the sports special? We spoke to Gwilym Balaga. He's Catalan. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said he was on a train. He tweeted today. I think it was today. I certainly saw the tweet today. That he was dictating something in Catalan on his phone. And someone said, Hey, you speak English, oh, to him. It's a mad world that, that that's acceptable now. That's acceptable now. I flippin' hate this country. I hate it. I hate the toxicity. This industry, radio, uh, uh, is... You've now... You used to, ten years ago, get people phoning up saying, Oh, I can't... I'm, I'll get cut off if I say what I really want to say. Those people are hosting the shows now. Those people are hosting the radio show now. The people that would phone up and say, oh, if I said what I really wanted to say, you'd cut me off. They are hosting the radio shows now. This industry, this industry is disgusting. It's disgusting in a lot of the views that it, it spouts and a lot of the guests that it gets on and some number of the hosts. And that f- fuels it. The, the newspapers fuel it. Pierce Morgan fuels it. For the first time in my life, I'm quite happily... Th- I have a list of five, six, seven, eight people that I wouldn't mind if they died suddenly. I'm not going to name them. But just I just sit there and think... Things would actually be better if that person died. I never thought that before. You know, big, big d- d- mouthpieces. I think if they died, the world would be ever such a slightly better place. What if they just lost their voices mm. or couldn't get out of their bedrooms? Mm. And I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm not going to emigrate. Not certainly not yet. Maybe when the kids are older, I'd like to. I'd like Where to. would you go, though? Well, Where's better? I mean, uh, Canada, is it? Is it Canada? Is Canada the right answer? I mean, really? Um, you're getting blocked, son. Just, uh, by the way, I'm quite happy to block people. Be careful, Ian. You'll have Rachel Riley calling you an anti-Semite for saying you like Michael Rosen. Don't know what that means. Not interested. You're blocked. Um, and I think this show is genuinely doing good. I don't want to blow smoke up my own ass because it's tricky, but actually if you get like a hosepipe and cut it down to mm-hmm. about two foot, you can. Um, I think this show is a small beacon of light and love. As we proved last week with the Love Bomb, the show on Thursday where we had calls from Iran all over the shop. It's a really nice show. Um, that coffee was horrible. It's done terrible things to my insides. Um, but we're a tiny little flame that's blowing in a huge hurricane, and we're going to get blown out at some point. If One day, guys, i got a great chapter for the book about stuff that's been going on in here the last couple of months. i got a great chapter. A great chapter. And, and you mark my words. I will write that chapter, <laughs> and names will be named. <laughs> so don't think you're getting away with it. Names will be named. Um... 
we are a tiny little candle, right? We get, we get hardly any listeners, and, and, and you know, there, there are forces that would like to snub this out. That's, that's not, you know, an exaggeration. Um, but this country sucks. This country sucks. It's not Brexit. It's not really Brexit. I think Brexit was the key that opened the door, but it's not Brexit. I'm not really that bothered about Brexit. I think Brexit, I think it, it, it might be, it might be all right. It might be all right, you know. Um, so it's not that, it's the racism, it's the homophobia, it's the lying, it's the using snowflake as an insult, using woke as an insult, it's the bullying. It's the bullying. Um, I just hate it here. I, 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 there's, um, James says, using your position as a DJ to... Are people DJ. actually listening? <laughs> DJ. Are people listening? James, are you listening? You absolute thick melt. Oh, it's that guy that I blocked. Do you know what? I'm going to block you. I'll read this. Using your position as a DJ to wish death on people ain't cool. Well, I, I, I didn't actually do that. Anyway, you're blocked, so your, your things won't pop up in here for 24 hours. I didn't actually do that, you thicko. That's the problem. Thickos like James, who can't listen. Who can't listen. No, but they're always ready to argue. Yes. And they'll argue an argument that they've started in their head probably three weeks ago. It's like that guy that I blocked on Twitter and, and, and called up. He wasn't listening to what no. I was asking. And then, then, and dictating, then he went into argument mode. But then dictating to us what our show should be. Mate, when it... <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. We'll do another trigger warning in a second. God, what am I doing? What am I doing? Dictate. Listen, when it's your show, you set the rules. And I would not phone you up and tell you what the rules are. It's e even as much as when I'm off next week and Kath's hosting the show, I wouldn't dare say, Kath, I just think you should maybe do a bit of this, less of this. And if you could do some of that, that. What? It's nothing to do with me. It's nothing to do with me. And for this guy to phone up and say that is absolutely redonkulous. I mean, obviously, I will give you a list of do's and don'ts. That goes without saying. Yep. But I... W <laughs> 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 oh, man. All right. I'm going to give a trigger warning for a call. Oh, God, what? Or maybe we don't. Let me have a look. It's Jonathan. Oh, no. No. Okay, we're not. Not hoping hell. No, thank you, Catherine. You're absolutely right. Thank you, Amy. Sorry. You're absolutely right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're absolutely right. Thank you. That's what I needed. I'm too... That, my friends, is called production. That's it. I'm too curious. I'm too curious and too forgiving. No. You're absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely right. Thank you. <sighs> I like working with you. You're brilliant. You're brilliant to work with. I don't know if I've ever said this to you, but you're brilliant to work with, Amy. I find you so... <laughs> <laughs> she is, though. She is great. But you're brilliant. You're brilliant. And um, people f think of you as the sidekick. Au contraire. Co-hosts. I'm a co-host. She's a co-host. It's not like I'm a host. She's a co-host. We're co-hosts. And she's the producer. And she's the producer. Imagine. Imagine. Um, and we're going to come to you in a second. Oh, three. Oh, thank you. You've you made totally the right decision. And I feel, I feel like, um, what is it? I'm trying to think of like a film 
where someone's like attracted to something evil and dark and it's hypnotic and their friend comes in. Oh, and you grab- like Gollum? Yeah, it's, I've not seen it, but I'll, I'll go with it. It's like it's like the ring, yeah. right? So I, the ring is being presented to me, and I'm about to take it, and Even I'm about you to know take it's bad it. For you. And you've come in and got you've kicked it away. Go, no, you're not. Come on, let's get out of here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, of course, thank you. That was the right decision. Thank you. Oh three four four. We we'll speak to Anne next. Four nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's go to Anne. Good evening, Anne. Good evening. What can we do for you tonight, Anne? Um, I, I can't even believe what I've just heard on your recordings that have given me on my phone with the absolute mentality of... I'm sure you must know the recordings that are given No, I, I've absolutely no idea what the recordings are. Well, they were crazy. Beyond crazy. In what way, crazy? In that, how they're viewing a person calling your radio station. Okay, as I say, I don't know what they are. Would you like to tell us, or would you like to make the point that you called up about? The point I rang up about was about Philip Schofield. Um, uh, I'm 65 years of age. I didn't ask, but thank you. I've followed it through, you know, him being young and so forth and being very acceptable on the TV and... Yes, so you, you, have a, you have a right to have an opinion on him? I cannot understand why he has come out 27 years ago. I can please... Well, he, he didn't come out 20... He didn't come out 27 years ago. He came out last week. Well, he's been married for right. 27 years, so yes. Yes. he's been where he when is. When you said he was young and acceptable on TV, that implies that he's old and unacceptable now. No, he's still acceptable. Okay, right. Okay. I have worked in an industry that has a lot of gay people Oh, today. what industry was that? Male escorts? Uh, in the hospitality. Ah, a lot of gays so then, yes. So, if you go and work in hotels on cruise Full of gays. and things, it... it Please don't say it that way because it's it, that's been disrespectful to you. They're yes. people that you work with, that you're close with. Right. What's the point about Philip Schofield? I don't understand. It, this morning, I saw Piers Morgan on TV with Joan oh. Collins in um, right. America, and a conversation oh. went off and so forth. Um. Then Joan Collins said, we all know that he's gay. Right. So obviously... Well, not everyone did know. I've worked with Philip. I didn't know he was gay. So not everyone did know. But Joan did, and well, Joan looked at the people Joan, that were on the TV Well, Joan's program. saying that she did. We don't have... Any, I've, I've worked with Philip quite a few times. I didn't know he was gay. Be- because probably you're not personal enough to him... And he must have had personal then. If she, could you don't know. You don't know. Sometimes people say things for effect. But what, what, what's your point? What you, you wish he'd come out earlier or later, or I hadn't come out, or what? It, I please don't think that I'm being disrespectful. Oh God, no! I, I don't I think am. that for a second. 
but... And uh, as I say, I've had, and I do have, and I've had one of my, my daughter is 37 years of age and she has a young guy that I have known since he was four okay, years let's age. Let's focus on, I don't understand so what you're I'm saying about... I'm not having an issue. I'm not so, I, I don't understand gay. what you're saying about Philip Schofield. Just trying to get you back then on. Then obviously he isn't gay, is he? Who because isn't gay? They, it's, okay, then, can you put to me what gay is? Because when I, I was growing up, <laughs> gay was, you were not attracted to women, you were attracted yeah, it's a little bit more... So you're saying he's not gay? Well... He's had 27 years. Living a lie. If, if we go into a deeper interview with his wife and everything, have they had sex? The Dear God, Anne, sex. why are you obsessed about whether Philip Schofield has not. had sex? No one has brought up the question of him having sex with a woman. It, it, why are you interested in that? Comes down because he is portraying himself to be something and, that he isn't. And what is your problem? What, first of all, what gives you the right to tell Philip Schofield or any human being what they are? What gives you the right? It doesn't. Well, then stop My talking. Right stop. Is... No, you don't have. Anne, you don't have a right in this. You have zero right in this whatsoever to to say whether Philip is gay or straight or bi or pan or anything. You know, because some gay men. You know, some. Let's do it. You he's know, it's got nothing to do with you. You know, some gay men are able to have sex with women. That happens. That happens. If you want to get down to the basics, that can happen. There are gay men that have fathered children with women. That happens. Does that answer your question, Anne? I have actually been out with a gay man. I couldn't so give a toss. Do you? Do you? I couldn't. But don't be disrespectful. Well, you're being disrespectful. You're, no, I, I will be disrespectful because you're talking absolute cobblers. No, I'm not. Yes, this you are. Your take on it. That is your. Yeah, my take is you're talking cobblers. And I'm I came out also as I came. Your gosh, my take. Uh, great. And I came out as bisexual last year. What are your thoughts on that? Anything? Then. How far are we going to take this? That then, okay, I will be respectful to you that you are bisexual, that you will go with one or the other. Do you know how far this will go? Because this has actually came up last year. Or yes, it was last year. Are you upset that he didn't say he was bisexual? Is that what you're no, upset about? No. No. So you'd rather he, he carried on lying about his sexuality? Or you don't believe that he's fancies men? How far are we going to push these? Well, you know what? This came out. The gay agenda. How far are we going to push the gay agenda? Is that what you're talking about? In the 80s. And, 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 you're rambling. And, and, listen to me. And, and, and when I'm talking, they can't hear you. You're rambling. I get the feeling you're just, just shy. And just say it, right? Are you saying how far are we going to push this gay agenda? I'm saying when we. Because I can tell you what the answer to that question is. No, when we go further, listen, please. You're talking rubbish, and you're sounding no. like a bigot, so no. I'm really hoping you're going to say something that convinces me. I'm well, this is, Anne, this is it. I'm hoping you're going to say something that convinces me you aren't a bigot and that I've misunderstood. He's the celebrity. 
<laughs> he's made an issue. He's come out with the ooh-hahs, everybody patting his back, doing this, doing that. This now has become acceptable being in gay. my ha life. Being gay has become acceptable, yes. Hallelujah. It yes. used to be illegal when you were a kid. Would you still like it to be illegal? It wasn't illegal when I was a kid. It was before I was a kid. It was illegal was in the 60s. I was born in 54. Yeah, I was, was born yes, in 54. It wasn't legalised till 68, I think, off the top of my head. So it was. But it was acceptable. Okay. It wasn't illegal. So what, they Anne, didn't put people Jesus. in prison. It became becoming you, illegal. Okay, you tell Philip uh, uh, did, did during that. So what is it? I don't understand what your worry is, that, that men on TV are talking about being gay. Because you know what I think? I think he's trying to draw attention. Oh, get lost. To himself. Get lost. No. Rubbish. Offensive rubbish. Was I trying to draw attention to myself when after years of torment and self-loathing, no. I came out and said I was bisexual? No. What's the difference? What's the you. difference? I didn't know. No, no, no. You. So the difference is the difference is, Anne, that you didn't know me. Yeah, I'm a celebrity, right? Tiny, tiny, tiny. I'm an I'm an a G list celebrity, right? I've been on I'm a celebrity. I host a radio show, right? So are you so it could be argued I was doing it for publicity. I don't want to fall out with you. Oh, it's too late, Anne. Um, you have, because you yeah, are the bigot that I yeah, thought you were. I am not. Well, you are. You've Where said something bigoted. I have friends and I've worked and I've still have friends and I have I couldn't care less. It's like saying I'm not a racist. Then you speak in But I know black I know black people. Because you're a bigot. You're I do speak disrespectfully. I am not a bigot. Well you've said something bigoted. You've said Philip Schofield is pretending to be gay to get attention. No. I'm not saying he's pretending. I think he is. Have he had you know the people before him that have come out and been ridiculed, he's actually insulting those oh, people. And, and I'm going to say goodbye because you're talking what I like to call bollocks. Thanks no. very much for your call, Anne. Bye-bye. 0344 is the telephone number. Do you know what I heard there? A woman who is personally disappointed. For the first time in about three or four years, I'm angry with a call. I'm angry. Yeah. I'm angry. He's not who she thought he was. She thought she knew him. She's I don't really know what the point was. No. I don't know what she was saying. We know she's not a bigot because she knows gay people. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's that sorted out. A lot of them. But he was... He, so he is... He isn't gay because he's had, he's had children. But if we carry on like this, who's carrying on like what? She was so close to, say, pushing the gay agenda. And I'll tell you why we have to push the gay agenda. I'll tell you why. In, gay agenda in inverted commas. I said it last week. While women are getting beaten up on the bus for not kissing each other, while gay men are getting murdered, there was a story we heard the other day when you were at my house and you came out in tears because yeah. you'd, you'd heard a story on the news about a gay guy was stabbed by two kids. Don't even know whether he was gay or right. not. Uh, but two kids. People are being murdered because of who they sleep with. So un until people are not beaten up and murdered for who they sleep with... I think it's great for people to come out and say that they're gay. Also, who could listen to that and go, yeah, I can't work out why he didn't come out sooner. <sighs> I don't know what her point was. Personally disappointed. She didn't know you. Didn't matter because she didn't know you. She didn't know me, but she knows Philip. That's when he was young and acceptable, I don't think he's gay. How dare you? How dare you, the only person who can say what their sexuality is, is that person.
It's the only person that can do it. How dare you? The arrogance. And that's why I don't like this country. Calls like that. There's too many. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Roger is, of course, right on Twitter. Schofield must prove he's gay live on television. That's it. We need, we need to see it. I need to see it with my own eyes. I'm fine. Before I believe it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Daddy cool. Bear Cub says, and I thought this, and I was going to say it, but then I just got so angry I had to get rid of her. You think that lady might have been angry because she always had a crush on Phil and now won't ever stand a chance? Yeah, it's possible. That's what it felt like it's to me. It's possible. But I, I guess, I, I don't know what the point was. Maybe not even a crush, maybe just the idea that I know him. I have known him. I have seen him grow up before my eyes. He lied to me. That's it. That's, that's not important. What's important is he lied to himself yeah. above everything else. That's important. And then lied, misled. Those are really strong words. Actually, I wouldn't like to use in this. He allowed the lie that he told himself to um, to influence his relationship with his wife and his kids. And listening to some of the attitudes that are still prevalent now, remembering what they were like 20, 30 years ago. Oh, when are he you surprised? In, when he w- was in the broom closet broom cupboard. Cupboard. Broom cupboard when he was in the broom cupboard he would have been sacked he would have been sacked as a kid's tv personality and then we'd all be going now do you remember a guy do you remember a guy called F- philip schofield and he had like a go for us we'd be doing that we'd be doing that also that let's think back to the time he was growing up in right and the time he, he was a young man in it was all that flipping don't die of ignorance aids kills aids is aids is a um homosexuals disease the gays were absolutely outcast and stigmatized and yeah it was just it was just an awful time to grow up gay uh, you know i that that story the other day about the it was a man and a young man and woman who got drunk and started on on a man who was walking with another man. They didn't know whether he was gay or not, but they decided to use the F word to him and start a fight with him. And he ended up being killed. And the thing that really upset me about that was when I was growing up, my gay friends were always told by their parents, do you know what? It's the older generation. It's your grandparents. Once they go, things will get easier. Oh, now the kids are starting. Back. It's coming back. Um... Thank you very much. Sally's just, Sally says, I just started listening at the how dare you part. I've never listened before. And the presenters are now all heroes. <laughs> Thank you, Sally. It's very kind of you. It's not always, it's normally whimsy. It's not always as robust as, uh, robust as that. Um, I'm just scratching my head. Let's go to Richard. Good evening, Richard. Good evening, Ian. Richard, what have you got for us tonight, please, sir? Uh, I just was listening to your, your show and... You've got some right nutters who come on here, don't you? It's always very dangerous for a caller to say that at the start of their call, because we, <laughs> we don't know... We don't know where we're filing you yet, Richard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, I'm not a nutter. I'm just, I just... I happen to be a gay man, like Mr. Stokes. Oh, God, why... You've disappointed me, Richard! Where will it end? God, why do you promote sodomy so much? <laughs> because in... Your word, it's fun. (laughs) By the way, I'm so proud of myself for that answer to Ken earlier on. Why do you promote sodomy? Because it's fun. (laughs) You know, if you want to give Ken my number, he can ring me and I'll tell him why it's fun. Okay. You don't want that. Go Uh, on, Richard. um, You know, everyone gets, leads their life however they want to lead it. And I've got no problem with Philip Schofield. Don't know him. 
never really given much thought over the years. But I'm just asking myself a question. Why now? Why is it now he suddenly decided to come out? Does it matter? Well, there's usually a reason why people come out. No. And there's, no. My own opinion. It's just my opinion. Uh, again, it's all that. I can do is talk about my experience. And when I came out as bi last year, the reason was it was too painful to keep it. That was the and reason. Was yeah, but, but but that I mean that's but a that's very, what Philip Schofield said that it was having sleepless that's nights. A, that's a tenuous reason. You can always look for a little scandal or a little naughtiness. And I know there are rumours on Twitter, but I don't believe rumours on Twitter. No, I'm not. Um, I'm not. But 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 but, 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 but but you say there has to be a reason. Well, the, the, the reason maybe the reason was the reason not maybe the reason for him. The reason I did it is because I'd had enough. And I I, I totally agree. I had the same reason when I came out because I just had enough. But what I worry about is when you see celebrities coming out, it's usually because there's something behind the behind them coming out and they're being forced to come out. Well no, but as I've th just that told has you happened. that has happened. That has happened. But as I've just told you, and I class myself as a very minor celebrity, like G H on the scale and I'm not in the same league as Schofield in any respect, but I, I had a, I have a little bit of press with this radio show, and there was still a little bit of interest in me last year after the jungle. Um, the, there was no backstory. Which is the point I... Um, not the point I'm trying to make, but the reason why I rang in was to make sure that someone isn't being forced to come out because there is someone there waiting to sell a story... Or there's someone there sort of like threatening to out the man and... Yes, that and would be I terrible if that was the case. And I don't think that's a very healthy thing to do. And being forced to come out is never a good thing because there's always hurt on a lot of people's sides. So his wife, his kids, himself... His well, that's what makes friend. me wonder whether that can be the case because his wife has known for a while, his children are all right, they're expressing support publicly, which they didn't need to do, his in-laws are all right with it, his mother is all right with it? This doesn't feel like news to them. No, I would say he's probably told them a long time ago, but, you know, I mean, in my own, just my own view is that the world has changed a lot in the last 10 years, and even 10 years ago, he could have came out if he wanted to. And no one you would... You can't say that. You can't say that because you don't know. You don't know. And, and, and people don't... People, We're just guessing. His kids would have been doing their exams at that point. People don't not come out be just because society is more or less accepting. There's so many factors. There's so many factors in it. There's shame, there's self-loathing, there's confusion, there's job security, there's family. There's, there's so many factors. So saying he could have come out ten years ago, he could have done. He could have come out two years ago. He could have come out in five years' time. We don't know. Yeah, but you seem to be missing the point what I'm trying to well, make. Well, I don't think you're explaining it very well. Try and explain it a bit better. What I'm trying to say is if I'm allowed to, is that he could have came out 10 years ago and probably, in my own view, nothing really would have happened. It would have been the same sort you of... You don't know where he was in his life, Let him, then. Let him finish this, no, because I want him to make I his know. point. And, and, uh, cause I, think he's... And I can't make my point if you two keep talking over me. So All right, I, Richard, I, I Richard, yeah. make the point, but try and make it point succinct, because at the moment it's sounding like nonsense. Well, I must be in the same list as everyone else on here. Completely. Make the point. The point I'm making is that I wanted to make sure, from my own point of view, is that he wasn't being forced. Okay, how are you going to make sure? 
because, you know, there's, as you said, there's been stuff going around on Twitter. Who cares about rumours on Twitter? How are you going to make sure he hasn't been no, forced to come I out? Don't, I'm not going to make sure. I just... You just said, Richard, with words, with, with using words here, you literally just said, I want to make sure he's not coming out because of this. So you, he's hung up. He's hung up. You're using words. Words are all we've got, right? And when when we can only communicate with words as we can on a phone-in radio show, there's no body language, you have to be specific with your words. So when you say something like, I want to make sure he's coming out for the right reasons, when you are then picked up on that, don't go, oh, no, I didn't mean that. Say what you mean. He obviously couldn't come out 10 years ago because he didn't come out 10 years ago. He obviously couldn't have come out five years ago because he didn't. He obviously could come out last week because he did. And I have to say, this will get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it. Just because you're gay doesn't mean you're right on this doesn't mean you're right on this. You don't get an extra pass just because you're gay. It doesn't mean you're right. I will not let people throw around lazy guesses on this because we just don't know. And also, in reference, and there have been a number of references tonight to the gossip on Twitter, there was no gossip on Twitter until he came out. And I don't believe... I've been gossiped about on Twitter. I don't believe... I don't believe... I don't, let's see what happens there, but I don't believe it, right? So we have to go with, uh, with what we've got. And, and I'm, I'm sorry if you felt hard done by there, but I, I really don't like <laughs> I don't like it when callers come on and are rude about other callers as an opening gambit. It, it doesn't win, doesn't get any points from me. It always, it makes me sit back and fold my arms and think, Go on then. How are you going to improve on this? Because everybody that phones up thinks they are making a decent point until they get caught out. And also, believe it or not, if this is your first time of listening, this is not an argument-heavy show normally. <laughs> it's a show full of whimsy and love. But <laughs> I feel like we've got a responsibility to challenge people on this if they're coming on and saying things that are generalisations, allusions to rumour, um, guesses. Of course, we are. Of course we are. Because we're talking about a man's life, and not just one man's life, other people are listening to this and it could make a real difference to them. Oh God, there'll be, there will be men in their 50s who are married and are gay listening to this. I guarantee it. And they will be watching what happens to Schofield and going, should I? And if it goes too much in one way, they'll go, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. If it goes too much the other way, they're going to carry on being miserable and living a lie forever. <laughs> The point with Philip Schofield being a kind of face of Mr. Saturday Night, basically, is that he has the power, whatever happens to him, has the power to start conversations in living rooms. Really important conversations in living rooms that could change people's lives. Seem to ignore, the, again, when I, 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 here's the thing, and I, I, you're probably getting bored of this, and I get it, right? I get it. But, but, but... I can only really share my experience on coming out as bisexual last year. It's, it's all I've got. I, 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 it must be boring for you. I'm, I'm still kind of trying out these shoes and, and breaking them in a little bit and seeing if, if they fit or if I need to get bigger shoes. I don't That's know not a euphemism. No. Um, but, 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 but completely dismissed, there has to be a reason why I came out. Well, I came out because it was too painful not to. It kind of just reached the bursting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I get that, but there has to be a reason. Well, there wasn't in my ca I wasn't being blackmailed. I wasn't, there weren't rumours about me. There was nothing. Here's it was too painful to not say the truth. Here's something maybe everyone could understand, right? Philip Schofield, by coming out, wasn't just coming out, was he? He wasn't a single man with no kids. He was a married man. So it was, how do you tell your wife? How do you potentially break up your marriage? Maybe he couldn't have done that ten years ago. He didn't know what was going to happen, did he? Maybe he couldn't have done it five years ago. Everyone chooses their time, and it's a really personal thing. Best thing I ever did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I wish I'd done it 20 years ago. I didn't, because I was sad, and I was confused, and I was full of shame, and there was abuse, and there was... there was. I, I, I didn't know. You weren't in the right situation. No. I wish I'd done it 20 years, because when I did it, oh, the weight dropped off. I didn't. I did it last year. All right, let's 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 face the future. Let's move on. Oh three, four, four. If you are listening for the first time, honestly, it's not normally like this. It's full of whimsy and charm. It's been a little bit uh, fractious today. But 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 being gay does not mean you are right on this. Being straight does not mean you are right on this. There is nuance. There is subtlety. There is so much that we don't know. And do you know what? Ain't none of our business. It ain't none of our business. I don't want to know, there's a phrase, I don't want to know the ins and outs. I don't want to know that. Of course, there's that part of me that was brought up on tabloid papers in the 80s that makes me think, <laughs> but that's a tiny little part of me that isn't really me. The real me is, is a bloke that thinks, oh, I, hope, I hope this works out for everyone. I hope, I hope everyone can find peace. That's it. That's it. And that means that the details are none of my business. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Have I got this right that um, some people aren't having Chinese takeaways because of the coronavirus? What? Someone just tweeted that, that, that there was a story about a, a, a Chinese guy being racially abused because of the coronavirus. I can get that, but I, I'm sure I read somewhere or heard somewhere that people aren't having Chinese takeaways. Because of the coronavirus. Now that's dumb. Yeah. But it doesn't surprise no, me because because a lot of people are dumb. And next week when I'm off, I'm going to go to not the one that delivers because I'm not so keen on them. Um, do you remember once when I ordered a Chinese meal from there and then they said, "Oh, we don't take car payment." I went, "Oh, in that case, let's forget it." An hour later, a Chinese meal turned up at my door and I said, "No, I cancelled it." Oh, well, you got to pay for it now. I said, well, no, I don't want it because I had pizza. Uh, but next week I'm going to go to the Chinese restaurant and I'm going to make sure I shake their hands. And I kiss them fully on the lips with French kisses. Do people think that we are importing directly from Wuhan <laughs> to the Chinese eateries across right? the country? I'm sure I read that. I that know some people are steering clear of Corona Lager. That's not a joke. Oh, I thought Corona was a fizzy pop. Yeah, it's no. Corona is a Mexican beer. Oh, of course it is. Isn't there a Corona? There was a Corona in the there 70s was, yeah. that was a fizzy pop. Along with the pop man, yeah. Along with Tizer. I've got the eyes because I'm eyes inking Tizer or something was the the thing um it's now as daft as folk isn't, isn't it? it isn't it hello peter hello ian how are you um um i'm getting by i'm getting by what yeah, you got for good. Us? yeah sorry to go off the corona but um just wanted to say um, i'm 60 years old happy birthday uh, i've been bisexual all my life yes mate um and i've been married uh had girlfriends had a couple of boyfriends yes mate um i came out to my family uh, about what, a year ago. Wow. Yeah. Oh, the flack, I tell you. The flack. I, I just, 
What, 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 what from well, parents? Mainly, or... my, mainly my, my son and my two daughters. Oh. Uh, my parents were fine. My parents are in their 80s. They just said, well, absolutely, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right, but yeah. your kids... They didn't even think about it. It wasn't even an issue. My kids, oh, God, the flat ear. Why, why? I had. Why would well, you get flat? Did they say, say, think that you've been lying to them? I think because I actually came out on Facebook... Uh, and I didn't tell them. I mean, maybe it was my fault. Maybe I, yeah. And whoever comes out, I mean, Ian, Ian Schofield did it on TV. But he did it I to did his it family. And listen, I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. People do no, it how no. they do it. But but he yeah. did it to his. Fa- he he told his family first. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. You know that's wrong. Maybe, but the flat I've had, you know, ultimately it was a, it was a year ago, and it's. Uh, We've, we've we've come to to some conclusion about it, and we're okay. Well, I hope it works but out for you guys. It does, but I mean, I don't know. Sorry, I've, I've just been listening. I don't normally ring up, and I've just been listening to it. And I think you know, judgment and uh, you know why. But you know, I'm still their dad. I'm still a grandfather. Yeah, I'm of course. Still, and I'm in a relationship with a woman now. It changes. You know, Nothing about how much we love our kids or those around. It changes nothing, does it? It it doesn't, and and that's that's been my issue with them. Me telling them that I'm still your dad. I'm still the grandfather. You know, I love my kids, and uh, and I must admit, I've had a, from a couple of uh, a couple of people because I've said I'm bisexual. I've had a couple of issues with a few people, not family, that have said, oh. They've, they've linked it with paedophilia and, and wow. boys and children. And, and that's really hurt, really, mm. really hurt me. Um, yeah, of course, because, because you know, there, is, there is no connection. I mean, there is no... There is no connection. Connection. You know, I'm not a paedophile, I'm not... Of course you're not. You don't, not. Even, you don't even need to say that. You no, don't even need to say they that. They picked it up and they, they put it to uh, me. And it caused idiots. a huge amount of grief with me um, that someone would see me yeah. That kind of individual, yeah, of course not. But what I'm saying is that you know we come out. I could have come. Well, all, in fact, all all, all of my uh, partners, be it girlfriend or boyfriend, uh, mainly girlfriends to be honest, have all known that I'm bisexual, and they've been act- absolutely happy. Even my my wife knew about it. It was fine. It wasn't an issue, you know. And I've girlfriends that have been bisexual as well, and. Um, so, so when you kind of came out publicly, yes. Oh, did you feel better? Uh, I thought I would feel better, but it actually made me feel awful. Oh, mate! It made me feel absolutely awful, and I went through quite a period of thinking I shouldn't have done this because everyone said to me, "You should have spoken to me first and not done it publicly," uh, but I did. For whatever reason, I did it, and I did it publicly. That's listen. I, I I don't necessarily. Let me choose my words really carefully. That's not how. Well, it's not how I did it. I've not no, had the conversation yeah. with my kids yet because they're too young. But at some point, yeah. I will. But that's yeah. not how I I did it. But I I did go quite quickly from telling a few people very very close to me to, to saying it to saying it on on the radio. Yeah. But I did tell. Yeah. But that's how you did it. That's how that's how you did it. And of course, now my children. It's been a year or so now. All my children accept it. They yeah, love it. They go. love me. And that's it. It's, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. But what I'm trying to say is that anyone out there that needs to say, 
I am this or I am that. Don't don't keep it in. Just say it. Well, and, and, yeah, and, yeah, and but you and I both, but you and I both know <laughs> that it's not as simple as that. I no, waited till not. I was forty six. You waited till you were fifty nine. Um, Absolutely, it's not as simple yeah. as that. And I, yeah, I wish I'd done it twenty years ago, thirty years ago. And I, I wish couldn't. I had as well. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. It would have made life so yeah. much easier and so much less painful. But I couldn't. I couldn't. Couldn't do it. But, w- but what I ha- what I had to convince my children and my family was that I'm the same person as 20 years ago, yeah. 30 years ago than I am now. Nothing changes. changes nothing. My sexuality has always been the same, but it doesn't make me a worse person, a worse father, a worse uh, uh, grandfather, a worse friend. It, it doesn't do anything. Peter, it's nice to talk to you. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Let's go to um, ah, first time caller. David. Evening, David. Hello. <coughs> Hello, David. Yeah. Uh, it's Hello. David. Hello. David, I'm from... Play, do you wanna, what do you want to talk about? No, you called... Hang on, is this David Babcock? Yeah, why do you know it's me? Oh, Jesus. I t- Amy, I told you not to let this huh? guy through. It was first time caller, David. Amy, I told you not to let this guy through, and you've just been through, and this is no, how... Ruth, I've been to a funeral tonight. Tonight, a nighttime funeral. Yeah. Well, no one gets buried at night. Vampires in it. Oh, no! No vampires get up at night. Oh yeah. Who? No, it wasn't. No, he wasn't a vampire. Okay, who gets buried at night time? Chucky. Chucky egg. No, my Chucky, my favourite chicken from oh, the Oh, from the chicken... Ch- David, for those who don't know, David, David is... Well, he used to be a ghost hunter. He doesn't really talk about that anymore. He now works as a, a, a chicken sexer, um, which I guess may, may tie in with, with what we're... Is there, is, are there gay chicken? Are there lesbian chickens? If they were, it'd be none of my business. Exactly. Ex- exa- what goes on in their coop is up to them. Yeah, it's very sad. It's a very, very um, sad affair. The, what, the lesbian chicken affair? No, the, the Chucky. 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 Death of Chucky. Chucky. Well, what, what happened? Well, as you, I, I think I rang you up at the time. She, you know, she, she exploded. Oh. How? She was, well, she'd been backed up. I mean, usually we have methods if you get a bit backed up with eggs. But <clears throat> she had quite... Oh... <laughs> I didn't think I'd go. <laughs> Come on, mate. Don't worry. Um, you, you, no one's judging you. She. I am a bad. Me too, actually. Come on, guys. This is. I'm not. I, I wouldn't do you like. This. I know you're not doing a thing. I know you're not doing a thing. Sorry. Um, she'd been struggling to lay for quite a while. Tell me about it. Um, and she got quite backed up. Um, I think we're up to about. A fourth egg that was lodged. Is the best technique then to blow through the mouth or suck through the cloaca? No, what we do is we have got a machine if they get stuck in the bum. We've got a machine. Sorry? A plunger. No, it's easier than that. We've got a machine that we don't, and if you can't, you get, you know, actually grab it. We we just use our mouths. Oh. Because it's a soft recess. Yes, okay. Um, okay, so, but, so she died, she exploded because she was bunged up with egg. Egg bound, I think is the technical is say, yeah. phrase. Pretty much. And you buried her. It's been a while and she was starting to stink. Yeah. So we thought, like this well, let, 
Let's right. We thought, oh, let's bury her. <clears throat> and I said a eulogy. A what? I said the eulogy. Okay. What did you say? Would you like? Could you repeat it for us now? A few words. Yep. Chucky, you were more than just a chicken. You were my best friend. I'll never forget the night that you exploded and your beak flew past my face like a bullet. God rest you. And then we just chucked her in the bin. And then, oh, oh. gosh. And then, um, so just do that. Just do, I, I want to try and recreate the power of that moment. Okay. So if Aren't you exploded. No, 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 no. Oh, God, no. I would, would hate to take you there again. So if you could just do the last few words, the last couple of lines from that eulogy, and uh, we'll, we'll recreate the scene. Away you go. Uh, I'll never forget the night that you exploded and your beak nearly took my face off. But now you never feel pain again up there in cheeky heaven. Oh God, you're going to get me, me going again. Oh, Chucky. Do they know? Oh, the Chucky. is where we go when oh. we're gray and old. Oh, oh. oh Chucky. You didn't have to explode. Why have you done it, Chucky? The wings were unfolded in every direction, which way and loose. Starts running through my head, and I feel that love is dead. I'm loving Chucky in bed, and through it. Oh, Chucky. God rest you. Ah, oh, dear. She won't forsake me. Oh, Christ. I'm, I'm loving Chucky and Ben. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. perfume dressed in all the classic clothes to try and hide the fires inside she doesn't want exposed there are certain feelings that nothing can disguise you can always see the lust in a lady's eyes Always tell the difference in the way a woman speaks 
Ladies, choose words carefully The others just talk cheap And when the bedroom lights go off And words all turn to sighs You can always see the lust in the lady's eyes She may think she's fooling everyone But who's got time to care? She feels when her heart's stripped bare, she plays it her own life the way an actress plays a part. But underneath there's music, 'cause she's a dancer at heart. She may give the slight impression that she'll never give too much, when in truth the deepest. Part of her is aching to be touched, and the look on her face betrays the veil of lies. Well, you can always see the lust in the lady's eyes. I've got a knife for a sausage. She plays it her own life The way an actress plays a part But underneath there's music Cause she's a dancer at home I'm David Babcock and I got my willy fucking She may give the slight impression That she'll never give too much Paul speaking When in truth the deepest part of her Taken to be touched by pussy. The look on her face betrays the veil of lies. You can always see the lust in the lady's eyes. Just playing this for Philip Schofield, just in case there's any way. Anyway, we can get him back for Anne earlier. You might not have found the right girl. May not have found the right girl. Also, anyone who's using this as a handbook, please don't. This none of this constitutes different, consent. Different, different times, times, different times, different times. Um, speaking of which, thank you everyone who watched uh, my eleven o'clock show revisited. I think you should call it different times, Billingley. <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday. About 450 people came in and watched mm. at one point. It was incredible. And all gasped at the same point. There was there was some really juicy jokes in there. I mean, the very... I'm going to do another one this Sunday. I'm finding it, um, it, it interesting. I found this one quite hard work. And I'm starting to wonder how healthy it is to do this. Yeah. But saying that, one of the results of it is I've had a nice little email exchange with one of the people I mentioned in there who I said I'd fallen out with. And he wrote back saying, did we fall out? And I wrote back going, oh, this is how I remember it. But I'm aware that this is only how I remember it. And maybe you saw it differently. And he wrote back, going, well, yeah, I, I did see it a bit differently. But thanks for telling me that. We're all cool. And we're all cool. So that is a great thing that's come from it. That's a really good thing. Nothing else. That's a great thing. It's going to go out as a podcast as well at some point. 
I want to get maybe six or seven under my belt, um, and then it's going to go out as a podcast. But I miss it, so I'm re-watching all the old episodes of the 11 O'Clock Show. I'm missing loads of them. Uh, there's, a, there's a YouTube channel, 11 OCS. I don't run, they're my copies, but I don't run it. 11 OCS. If, you might, if you've got any on, like, VHS or on a hard drive or anything stored, go and have a look at what's there, and, and, and if you've got any that are missing, let me know. Because uh, 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 I would, I would love to have them. And while we're, we're plugging stuff, I've got, um, I found a really good. Um, I've started following a few more people on Twitter, just a, just a couple, and I found a really good um, thing that my mate Peter, Pete, Pete runs. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I, was t- I, I tweeted it out earlier. Hang on. Bear with me. It's worth it because it's going to be funny. Basically, uh, it, it, Pete is like me and he's weird and gets weird obsessions. And he has just bought, uh, I found it, he's just bought like 300 VHS tapes. Not the ones with movies on, but stuff that people tape at home. And whenever, whenever I'm on Facebook Marketplace and... And I've told you this, Kath. Whenever I'm on the Facebook Marketplace and there's an advert for um, 20 VHS tapes, yeah, you're free, I always look at them and think, oh, mom. Oh. <laughs> and there was one I really went, I nearly went and collected because it was like about a mile away from me. But then they'd said, don't worry, I've taped, I've blanked over them. Oh, so, no. no, I want what was on them. Anyway, Pete's doing it. Bet it was full of blueies. Pete is doing it at what's on the tapes. At what's on the tapes, and he's going through these tapes because um, he's got no life or friends, and he is slowly uploading it to YouTube. So if you go to at what's on the tapes on Twitter, there's also a, there'll be a link to the YouTube channel. I've followed it. I'm subscribed. I love, I love stuff like that. It gives me a load of crap from the '90s. He's already posted. Um, I think BBC One closing and uh, stuff like that. I love all of that stuff. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Jerry. Good evening, guys. Jerry, what can we do for you tonight? Lamy, you you folks really are the true alternatives, aren't you? Thank I mean, you. Really, where would you get such a diverse range of topics, callers, and everything? Phenomenal. You really work hard on the show. I don't know how you can go home at night without being mentally exhausted. Frankly. Oh well, we are mentally exhausted. But I have to correct you on one thing, and p- please don't take this the wrong way. No. Kath and I, we don't work hard at all. We are the laziest people in show business. Well, you might say that, but uh, when I so would our bosses. See how you both deal with the calls and, and rationalise everything. It's a it's a psychological <laughs> workout. Of the, Thank you, Jerry. What have you called in for tonight? Well, I, what I was trying to do, really, was to say, could we try and get some empathy and understanding? Now, when I was listening to that to woman who shares a similar generation to me, the one thing that a lot of the younger ones perhaps don't get is that we grew up in a horrendous society of compliance and conformity and social norms. And when I look back to the days of the 60s, and the 70s, the social conditioning, I mean, it's not surprising you get set in your ways anyway as you get older and inflexible of any kind of changes really because it happens as you get older. And I think the hard part is actually trying to get some understanding. Hey, I listened to the way she reasoned with you, for example, or attempted to, and, and I've seen it so often. Um, 
you know, I, I went through a time when I was bullied at school and all that kind of thing. And it was all just the norm in those days. And you get conditioned into that way of thinking. Yes. And if you take the parallel that Kath made about feeling some sort of ownership over Philip Schofield because he was somebody with whom uh, she could relate to and it, presumably he'd changed by, you know, making a declaration about being gay. It's rather like, um, it's rather like someone feeling deceived or cheated because it's not the person you thought they were. And that's very hard for sometimes for people to take on board. I remember Terry Wogan many years ago was astonished that people would come up to him in the street and treat him as an old friend because he always came across like that on the on the telly and on the radio. And he remarked in the papers once, I don't understand why people think, he said, I just do a job. But they come up and they sort of, you know, seem to regard me as an old friend. And that kind but of that's thing. different, so, that's different, isn't it? And I have that, and it, it, it always strikes me as very odd, but I've learned to accept it. But that's different from being yeah. disappointed because someone has come out as gay. Well, of course, it's also the fact it's like, um, in a strange kind of way, if you think of, if you think of it as if it was her son, and suddenly, you know, she got an idea of his character, and this is this is really where families break down when when someone says they're gay, because basically, it's not just a lie; it's you know, your whole personality, your whole character is now different. No, it's not though. But it's not though. No, no, absolutely. But it's the person who's being told or has found out believes that it changes their personality. Well, for, for people to reject someone who comes out isn't just, I, I think it's not just them uh, feeling threatened or whatever, but it's how others will perceive them. Ooh, they, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? They do I... think, well, we belong in this little club and we're, we're anti this. I mean, I met a guy who... Um, God, it was about 20 years ago now, and he was a next-door neighbour of mine. He'd never met a black person in his life. Right. And he, and he, and he, just, he just dismissed it. He was so racist, it wasn't true. And Which is, un that's unacceptable, though, right? Totally, totally. And I actually, in a very gentle way, said, well, <coughs> do you not think if you met a few people, anything that's unfamiliar is usually... It really shocks you, doesn't it? You, you just, it's alien, so you reject it. And, of course, he grew up in a family that brought... But, 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 but racism can be... You, you don't need to meet a black person to be able to intellectualise racism and the fundaments behind racism, which suggests, or which state, that black people are inferior to white people, probably genetically, certainly uh, intellectually. You don't need to meet a black person to know that that's not true. You can intellectualise yourself out of racism. It, it's a strange thing, though, uh, Ian. Uh, I, 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 in my generation, back in the 60s, there were people saying that black people are not not just different, but they're educationally, they they are subnormal. Subnormal, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, and, but we I mean, have, well, that's, that's coming back in fashion as well at the moment, unfortunately, <laughs> that line of thought. And, and when you look at all this discrimination, including the Islamic extremists who go and protest outside schools and they, yeah. you know, they make this big thing, and you think it's a deep-rooted thing, and you, it, it, it's like being brainwashed, really. In an earlier stage of your life, you, your sort of social norms tell you this is how it's got to be. 
and then you go around mm. conforming. I get what you mean about brainwashing. I'd use the word indoctrination as well. Yeah. But I'd also disagree with you when you say that as you get older, you you change less. I I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm I'm guessing I may be 15 odd years younger than you, but I'm I'm changing. I'm changing more and more and more the older I get. I'm embracing change. Um, But maybe I'm the exception. I I, I don't think I am. But um, I, I just think that the, 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 there is no excuse for bigotry, whether it be racist or homophobic or whatever, or anti-Semitic or whatever. There is no excuse for it. Yes, you can say, well, my, my, listen, my dad was a bit racist when I was a kid. He ended up, yeah. um, um, uh, he's, he's got mixed-race children somewhere. But he was, the, the racial language was, was quite fruity in my, was, was fruity is demeaning. The racial language in my house in the 70s was, was thoroughly unpleasant. It kind of rubbed off on me. So for quite a long time, into, well into my teens, well beyond when I should have known better, I used offensive racial language. Mm. But then from sort of like my late teens onwards, I kind of realised that what I was doing was wrong and that bigotry and racism is a thoroughly unpleasant thing. What, was, what made you, you realise it was wrong, Ian? That's an excellent question. I knew it, here's the thing, in my teens, and I'm, I'm thoroughly ashamed of some of the language I used in my teens, all right, but I did and I have to own that. In my teens, I knew it was wrong. I didn't think I was superior, you know, in the way that we've discussed. I thought it was funny, I think, if I were to put me on the spot now, I thought it was funny to use racial slurs to put people down. As I, I think it was, and I grew up in, you know, in a mixed area in Slough, a lot of Indian and Pakistani and Bangladeshi kids, not so many black kids, but a lot of kids from, 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 from that continent, the Indian, Indian subcontinent. Um, I think it was when I went to university. And there were actually less, there was, it was whiter at university than it had been at school, but something kind of clicked and I started to see everyone as more as people and as the equals that we all are. And that's the point I said about my neighbour. You see, by not meeting and getting to know people, um, it's that weird sort of thing where um, anything that's unfamiliar is easy to poke fun at, especially yeah. if you don't have any empathy. And it's only till, and I found this personally, um, you actually build up good relationships, and then you question these bigoted thoughts that you've got, and, and actually start to realise that someone's feelings. Yes, that's uh, uh, and that's not something. I think a lot of people think about when they... Was it Anne that we spoke to earlier? Anne's back on the line. Good evening, Anne. Good evening. Good evening. What would you like to say? You've got Jerry's on the line with us as well. Um, Hiya. Hiya. Um, I agree with him. Uh, There is a bigoted... um, And also with what he's had to say is I grew up in Scunthorpe in North Lincolnshire yeah. which was such a mixed place. We have Scottish, Irish, Indian, Italian, Polish. I grew up, they were my neighbours when I grew up. And we grew up in such a multicultural uh, going to school. Maybe, yes, they were in a smaller minority, but we still all grew and learned together the way it has become today. 
I even look at my head and think, why have we become? And I did think you were very one-sided. You know, on the previous conversation... I'm, I'm very anti-bigotry, Anne. I'm very, very anti-bigotry in all its forms. There, is, there are no sides, I don't think, when it comes to homophobia and racism. I don't have to pander to or listen to or give any weight to homophobia. So, yes, I am and very one-sided in that, in that I respect. I would give my heart to anyone from, because of the way I grew up. You would what, and sorry? I, told, I would give my heart to anyone the way I was brought up and grew up. I, bec I was Irish Catholic family, so in the 60s, I went through where I was called at school. When I used to walk home from school, I was called names and everything, Oh, because that when we have yeah. and that's terrible but Northern let's Northern Ireland yeah, IRA that's terrible that, that's terrible and my parents were such good people they would have never you know given anything like that to me okay well that's terrible but let's bring it back to what we were talking about earlier okay okay so what did you call in for again so it it, it, it I know I've got in now to this mix conversation but i do agree with the caller that you have on the line the way situations are going and what i've had and to and i'm gonna i'm gonna zone because you I, I, maybe it's me no it isn't me it's a little bit rambly you've called in again so forget that jerry's here for a second right mm -hmm. why and we'll bring jerry back in but why did you call in again because um you'd obviously taken my call further on because she'd played music and then spoken about me after. The music was I, nothing to do with you. I feel you've been very unfair. You're wrong. The music was nothing to do with you. Your, your call was a long time ago. The, the, music was, the, music was a long the music was nothing to do with you. And you said about, oh, I'm the previous caller. Okay. And I think <sighs> you've been very unfair because... And what was I'm the... Not, I'm going to ask you again because you're really rambling, all right? I still don't know what the point was that you, you wanted to make first time around. Do you want to try that again? That you must think I have a massive issue about homosexuality. Yes, I do. And everything, and I don't. Well, then what was I the point of your call? The point of my call is that I'm trying to make an issue that Philip Schofield has come out because he is in the position today, but this is, this, he's been disrespectful to the people years ago that came out. It, it, it how do you see that? I don't, I don't see that at all. So how is he being disrespectful to the people that came out before him and paved the way, making it safe for him to come out? How is that disrespectful? I feel he's, stayed in a safe place. Now, today, it's become so acceptable and natural. Thank God. So it's not going to make an issue. Well, it is an issue. his working position, on his job. So you're saying he should have been braver and come out, what, in the 80s, when he could have got beaten up and lost his job? Oh, gosh. Elton John came out. Queen... So 
Freddie Mercury. Right. So, so, and 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 stop rambling. So you're you saying, and you are rambling. You're not. Saying, I've asked you a. Sp- and both of those people you've met, named there, Freddie Mercury, Elton John. Elton John was married to a woman for a while. Freddie Mercury yeah. was in a long-term relationship with a woman. So it's not quite as cut and dry as that, is it? He wasn't married for 27 years. He came out... Jesus Christ. He did... You see, you speak... No, because you're talking rubbish. Anne, I asked you a really specific question. Could you answer the... I asked you a really specific question. Could you answer the question? I bet you don't even remember it. Go on. So you don't remember the question I asked? No, I'm asking you... Then, go on. So you don't remember the question I asked. You're, you're having a go at me for not listening, and you don't remember a question I asked two minutes ago. I... I'll ask it again. Are you saying, then, that Philip should have come out in the 80s when he could have lost his job as a children's television presenter and was at more risk of being on the receiving end of violence? No. No. So what are you saying, Anne? Because I'm struggling. This is the second call with you and I've got no idea what you're saying. I am saying he is so in the populace at the moment and I feel he has now taken... I can go out now because I am so popular. Gosh, you're I so naive. Out and still be, well, could I ask? Could I ask Anne a question? Please do, Jerry. Yeah, and is it is there any possibility, Anne, mm-hmm. uh, without wishing to attack you or challenge you in, in any direct confrontational way? Is there any possibility that your perspectives could be wrong and their assumptions rather than facts? Mm-hmm. No, sorry, I'll Because we don't know celebrities, do we? No. We form an impression on them. When we see them on the telly, yeah. you know, they've become familiar to us, don't they? Yeah. And in a sense, if we're not careful, you can kind of imagine, like you do soap opera stars, that you know them as like next-door neighbours and they become so familiar. But mm-hmm. they do have other lives, don't they? Is yeah. it possible that you could conflate the two between his personal life and his working life? Do you see him as doing a job and that's it? Or do you see him more as a personality that you've got to know well? I see him as a personality, but I also think he should have been respectful enough to... Could I also ask you, Anne, do you think you have a good understanding of what it's like to have to admit to something that you've held as a dark secret no, many years of your life. No, no, I don't. If someone no. were to explain that to you in the sense of their feelings and possibly, you know, break into tears and get very upset, that you might have a different perspective on it. No, because I would think, why is the why is there all this? drama, why could it not be done in a respectful quiet Well, you say, this is a funny word respectful. You remember you remember mentioning in, in, I think you said Lincolnshire where you got to know lots of different people from yeah. various different ethnic backgrounds. How, yeah. would, how, would you, how would you have a conversation with someone who was racist who said, you know, that they're 
over here taking hard jobs and you know they're, they're a different class then I would people. try and explain to them about that person's background and do you realise you can't judge everyone the same and how they're coming through and our lives are their lives Absolutely. So what you're really saying is you have a better understanding because you can empathise far more having been familiar with what they've experienced. And therefore, are you in a good position to judge how it is for somebody who's gay if you really don't have a, lots of experiences of having, a, having understood people who have that? But uh, I have mixed with so many gay people and I have a young man who's now 30, 37 years of age and I've known him since he was four years of age so he's been close growing so, up so and would you have an issue would you have an issue with somebody who who like Philip Schofield did, did exactly the same thing but he wasn't on the telly would that be any different The young man I know would not, as far as I know, as far as I know him, he would not need or need to feel that he would have to go out and make an issue. And, and I'm going to stop you. And, and I'm going to stop you because you are talking absolute rubbish. Philip Schofield has not made an issue, right? And what, this, it's great that that young man feels he can come out. Coming out shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't be an yeah. issue. Shouldn't be easy. Yeah, sorry, shouldn't shouldn't be hard. It should not be hard. But for so many people, Anne. It is. It is really, really hard to come out. I came out at 46. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. Philip Schofield has come out at whatever age he has. It's it shouldn't be hard, but unfortunately, for so many men and women, boys and girls, it is still really, really tough to come out. And you don't seem to be able to grasp that very, very simple point. And if you can't grasp that point, then this conversation is pointless. But the other thing I was going I'm to say... I'm so sorry. And listen, I am so sorry that you feel that way. I have actually done counselling. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, I'm, that's no, terrifying. No, no, it isn't. It's the celebrity... He's making an issue. And listen himself. to me. And he is not. I'm so sorry. The no, issue. And, shush, so listen. And, and I've got talk. something to say to you. Jesus. And I say it with respect and having listened to what you've said. The issue is yours. You're talking about respect. His wife is fine. She says she's fine. We have to take her word for it. Don't make her a victim. Her children say they are fine. His parents are fine. His in-laws you know, are fine. You talk so about sorry, respect, but I you're the one talking that. about someone you do not know and you I haven't the first clue what they've been through. Putting in, but do you know how many people then don't have that celebrity? It oh, makes um, no difference. God, God. Just because someone gets punched in the face doesn't mean someone deserves to be kicked in the nuts. You know, you know, you know celebrities have feelings. You know celebrities are just human beings th th that are on telly. That's it. They're still human beings. The celebrity part of this I've is got, irrelevant, Anne. I've got oh, no idea why you're latching on to this. Of course they are. But then why do you keep mentioning it? It's irrelevant it's, it's to this. It's on you, Anne. It's, it's the way it was 
done on the sofa. It was all as if it was. So the problem out. is the way it was, was done. It they no, should have kept it behind. And, no, and I'm going to and and I'm going to let you go. Catherine and Jerry have got far more patience than I could ever have with you. I pity well, the I people that you, you know see. How many other people in their families? Yeah. Struggling. I'm not even going to. Uh, and thank you, Jerry. You've got the patience of a saint, man. Oh, well, what I, radio yeah. station are you on? Because I want to listen to your show. Oh, bless you. Um, it's a it's a funny thing, but many moons ago, back in the 80s, I shared a house with a guy who eventually came out to me and told me that he was a transvestite. Yeah. And in those days, that was so taboo, you can't believe it. Yeah. And he said to me that one of the things he liked doing was dressing up and he had a friend miles away but they used to meet up now and again and they'd go up on the common just wearing beautiful clothes beautiful and and you know i spoke to him for hours and he was so shocked that i was just i said look i don't understand it i don't get it but help me understand it mm. try and steer me there let me try and open up and embrace it or engage with it and of course i don't tell anybody about it and he was so relieved to think that I actually was prepared to listen. And Jerry, that's what I would like Anne to take on board. Jerry, you're a wise man and you're a very good man. I look forward to our next phone call. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. Thank indeed. you very much indeed. I want to hear Jerry's show. Gosh, so patient. Um, I've, honestly, I have no idea what she was banging on. I don't get it. It seems to be that. It's Thank you for coming she, in. Then, she feels like it's different rules for celebrities. I feel like it really is about her attachment to the image of him. Someone that she doesn't know. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm getting really angry. For the first time in years, I get angry on the air, but it's a bit of pantomime. First time in years, I'm getting a, a, a visceral stomach knot of anger. And I'm, 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 it's partly, it, it's, it's because of my association with, with what happened to me last year, last summer. And the fact that, that, that my evidence is being completely dismissed out of hand by Anne. She doesn't. I don't know who you are. So it does. Well, to some people, I am a celebrity. If that's the important no, no, no. thing. But that's the key point. That's the key point. She doesn't know who I am. She knows who Philip Schofield Boom. is. But she doesn't know, and that's the that's the shocking thing for her. <sighs> Final point point on what Jerry said. If we could all be like this, and this is what I've tried in the last few years to be like. when the guy came out as a transvestite to him. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But could you try and explain it to me? I remember you, when we were at Three Counties, I came out as saying, I don't get two gay dads having a kid. I don't get it. It doesn't feel right to me. But I was also aware, and I said this, that this is a prejudice. This is an actual, genuine prejudice that I have. It doesn't feel right to me. A prejudice is is a fear or, or an anger or a dislike of something that is not based on fact. Comes straight from emotion. Exactly. And I said, I have this. I have this prejudice and I don't want it. I don't want it. And people phoned in and helped me understand it. And that prejudice is gone. And now I'm totally cool with it. As if it mattered whether I was cool with it or not in the greatest scheme of things. But now I'm totally cool with it because I had a prejudice. I came out and said, I have a prejudice. And this is not based on any fact or any experience. It's just based on nothing. Can someone explain to me, expl talk to me more about two gay dads having a kid? Loads of people phoned in. And I was able to deconstruct the prejudice 
see it for what it was and go, oh, it's nothing. And now, of course, now of course I'm cool with it. Of course I'm cool with it. I remember a similar thing, again, three counties. And I can't remember which celebrity it is. It doesn't matter. But a celebrity had come up talking about sex addiction. And I went, oh, I can't help thinking this is just a really apt excuse for yeah, someone who can't yeah. keep their trousers on. And you set me straight in a really patient way. Mm. And now I can't believe I was the person that thought that. But there are loads of people that think that and never get the chance to talk to someone who knows better. Uh, but yes, I was one-sided. I will always be one-sided against bigotry, homophobia, racism, because th there is no other side. There is no other side. We're not the BBC, who bizarrely would like a balance when conversations about bigotry. Uh, th th there, there, is, th there is no other side. There is the right side. There's the right side. Racism and homophobia is wrong. That's it. That's it. That, it, it it's not an opinion. It's a fact. Right? The, the only right side is to not be racist and to not be homophobic. And I will not give credence or an equal amount of time to, to, to people that don't agree with that. Oh, I'm so late for the ads. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Ian, you need to get Jerry's number. Don't wait for him to call in. Just call him yourself when it gets hairy. Uh... Notice how he managed to inquire and challenge Anne by asking a set of joined-up questions without any point making her feel like she was pushed into a corner and st instead helping her to find her. Oh, God, no, I've got no oh, problem with pushing bigots but, but, into a corner. But I don't know where you heard her help her find her way, because she didn't. No, she didn't. Oh, God, no, no, honestly, I'll say it again. I have no problem calling out bigots. I have absolutely no problem. Jerry's very generous and was very kind and very thoughtful. Have we still got to do the 22 breaker? Thank you very much, Amy. Oh, God, no, I've not got a problem with that uh, double, uh, double six seven five. But thank you very much for your input. It, it, it's really appreciated. Let's go to Jesse. Hello, Ian and Catherine. Hello, Jesse. It's been quite tense tonight. Isn't it? Isn't it? And that Anne really got me going. Oh, in what way? Sexy? Just her attitude when she doesn't even know Philip. Yep. If yep. you love someone... Set them free. they love you... Yep. ...treat you with respect. Exactly, it respect. doesn't matter who you are, yep. straight, gay, lesbian... Also, All the others as I've well. got a light subject tonight. Oh, we go. We like light. So we need a light subject. I know. I feel we need it. And as you're going to give it to us, all cat lovers. Yes. I thought uh, I've got. You know, I go crazy with my cat. Yeah. Because I haven't got my baby. Yeah. I've got him a kid's electric. Ride on car today. Whoa, 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 hang on. You've just taken this to batshit crazy levels. You bought your cat, uh, you bought your cat a, a, a remote control car? And what, he sits in it and you, do you drive it with a remote control or does he drive it? Yes, another remote control one, because I'm disabled. Uh, it, the cat's not disabled though. No, 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 that's where it's going from. All my equipment's electric. And he loves rides on, on the electric thing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would make you smile. Wow. Now, does what kind of it? car is it? Yeah. It's a, I chose it personally. A BMX. Pink. BMX? It's his own nameplate. It's pink? Yeah. Beautiful. A BMW? Yeah. Right. And <laughs> do, does, he, does he like... Does he like sitting in it, or do you have to kind of, like, <coughs> strap no, him in? No, he's actually <laughs> been jumping in it. <laughs> and and uh, 
chasing it. It's and he, you drive around, you drive him around the, the, your, your place, do you? Jessie? Uh-oh. Jessie? I hope she's not been the victim of a hit and run. Sorry? I've only got it tonight. Right. So I've been doing it for a few hours, but he loves it. Wow, that's insane. Also, also <laughs> literally, like one of Chloe's songs earlier, Robbie, with David. Yeah. Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams Angels. Angels. We played it for David, for Chucky, who sadly um, passed that away. Got egg bound. Funeral, yeah. Yeah. Is that one of your favourite songs? Yeah, it's, it's one of Chloe's send-off songs. Ah. ah, I see. I got you. I got you. I see. I knew that I made you smile though about go. the car. Thank you for letting us know about the car, Jesse. You absolute fruitcake. Thank you. That's made me laugh a lot. <laughs> you are bonkers. I had to wait till I was twenty-two to get a car. <laughs> Uh, beep beep I hate this country so much but then you speak to people like Jesse who buy remote control cars for their cats you go oh, okay it's not this country you hate oh, okay um, what you got then we'll do the break after that alright um, have you got anything by yeah the way? okay apparently not everyone can hear their inner monologue you heard this one these things pop up from time to time yeah um, it's a thing from Twitter but bear with me um, a post by a user named Kyle Oh God! Explains that some people <laughs> no, no, one have or two of them. verbal internal narratives where they hear their own thoughts as sentences, while others don't, and instead have abstract non-verbal thoughts. Oh, oh yeah, it was a dream. Yeah, like that. Or others will just have a like a thinking paragraphs. Oh, I think it's okay. <laughs> Kyle went on to say that most people aren't aware that the other type of thinking exists, and it's clearly true as his tweet is blowing people's minds. I hate that. <laughs> the tweet ultimately went viral, garnering over 167,000 likes and an article in the Mirror Online. What are you beefing on about? Thousands also responded to the post, sharing their shock upon discovering this information. Are you real? Uh, Zainab says... Oh, God. Wait, so some people don't have to suffer through the voice in the head going on in a constant monologue? Is that what Just it means to it, achieve pal. inner peace? Just shut it, pal. <laughs> Another said, how do people who don't verbalise their thoughts read? Do they not hear the words in their heads as they're reading them? Am I talking to myself here? How do they know what they're reading if they don't hear it in their heads? What's the matter with it? What's the matter with it? What's the matter with it? My favourite of his, though, was <laughs> hell... Mess. Oh, I don't have that one, I'm afraid. Have you got a uh, little garden? Um, I just, uh, I did just see. Uh, I've done a little garden. <laughs> yeah, I got that. <laughs> but of course, my favourite do, do. will always be. Who the hell is Ginger Baker? <laughs> you played to Ginger's daughter. I know. Oh, she emailed me last week. I've, I've not replied to her. I like Nettie Baker. Yeah, I like Nettie a lot. She's lovely. So anyway, yeah. Another, the... another bonkers person, but wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, but the sort that makes the world go fact, round. Let me, let me find her email. Go on, you do that. Uh, well, I'm done. Oh, well, then so are we. <laughs> Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, so I've got the email from Nettie, and um, there's an auction, there's a big concert on Monday of next week. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that what we used to call the Hammersmith Apollo, the Odeon, um, a tribute to Ginger Baker, her dad, obviously. And Eric Clapton's playing there. And all the money raised is going to Leonard Cheshire, which is a great charity. Um, so it's called Eric Clapton and Friends, a tribute to Ginger Baker. Um, oh, right. Oh, balls. 
Um, so, right, she sent me a link for an auction for for uh, a ticket or tickets, I think. It finishes tomorrow at 9pm. So I'm going to tweet the link. Let's see who else, do we know who else is playing? Let's have a little look, see who else is playing. Um, a tribute to Ginger Baker. Eric Clapton and Friends. Um, we don't know who else is playing. We don't know who else is playing. Okay, I will tweet that. I will tweet that. From, so hang on. A, anyway, there's a charity auction online. Um, here's the link. And... Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll post the link. Sorry, I was... I was um... That was your inner monologue we just heard. Uh, <laughs> it was. Let me let me post the link. Can you do something while I post this thing? Yeah, I love right. Nettie and I feel bad that I... I um, all right. I didn't have, see this. Um, this, let's have uh, some demonic possessions in that. Do I it. Fancy that. Um, a teenager... This is in the Daily Star, so it's a serious scientific review, Of obviously. course! A teenager who said she experimented with magic and ended up possessed by a malevolent shadow demon claims she was saved by an exorcism. The girl, called Brittany, had her torment told on a paranormal podcast called Real Ghost Stories Online. Well, then it's got to be true. After writing in to describe how she was tortured by the evil spirit. Brittany, now aged 22, says she was a 13-year-old schoolgirl when she started experimenting with Wicca. She had seen beings... No. Beings, in quote marks, and supernatural creatures, quote marks, from a young age and started performing Wiccan magic rituals with her friends to learn more. At first, I started doing deviation and conjuring spells along with friends, she explained. We did everything by the books that we were told to do and to make sure the spirits we encountered couldn't stay around, but it didn't work. Recalling how her terror began, Brittany said, I started waking up at night to find my room really cold and I'd get really Close cranky. the window! That feeling started getting stronger and stronger and making me more uneasy. One night, I woke up to the feeling... And saw a huge tall shadow standing at the foot of my bed. The mass blocked the light coming from the rec room where my brother was gaming and I couldn't scream. I was too much in shock. I closed my eyes and waited for it to do something to me. When I opened them, it was gone. And that was the last time I physically saw it, hmm. that thing, clearly. Brittany said the possession then got progressively worse. Well, do. They, they do. They're very Moorish. Exactly. With the demon telling her to harm herself. Harm yourself. Harm yourself. Remembering one particular experience, she said, all of a sudden I felt an invisible force start choking me. As it was choking me, I could hear a demonic laughing in my head and I could smell dead flesh. During this time, I could feel the presence burrow into my chest. It almost felt like it was in attempting to infect my soul. You know that feeling? Yeah, yeah. Brittany said that over the next four years she barely slept and would wake up with bite marks and claw marks in places I couldn't reach. Oh, yeah. The teen was eventually saved by a Christian pastor who had opened a youth club in her hometown. Despite initially distrusting Christianity, she said she eventually worked up the courage to have the demon exercised from her body. My pastor and the youth leader took me to the quiet office and started praying over me, she said. He told me later that my face was contorting in ways they'd never seen before. I also have a recollection of involuntarily lifting up the left corner of my lip to show my teeth like a dog would. Or like Elvis Presley. He I also like very much like he's on my level because he's the king of rock and roll. He was he called the king of rock and roll? In his lifetime. The king, yeah. The king, yeah, the king. Was he called the king of rock and roll? 
Elvis Presley, as we know him now as the king, the king yeah. of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, was he called the king of rock and roll mm-hmm. in his lifetime? Yeah. Elvis. Yeah. Was he called the king of rock and roll in his lifetime? Yeah. I'm asking a question. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. But was he called, Jesus, was he called mm-hmm. the king of rock and roll? Yes. Was he called the king of rock and roll in his lifetime? Yes. By whom? Everybody. Well, not by everybody. Everybody said it. Can you give me an example? I want a fact. Priscilla. For sure. Excuse me, the king of rock and roll. Your dinner's ready and there's a lot of it. That kind of stuff. Okay, if you're not going to be serious, then carry on doing your story. Can the king of rock and roll join us in the jungle room for some shenanigans? Okay, you're not going to be serious. Well, for, for the start, why would Frank Sidebottom be making an announcement? Imagine Frank Sidebottom and Elvis. Oh, matching jumpsuits. My greatest disappointment, I always thought it was going to be the payoff of the longest game ever, was that Frank Sidebottom never met Paul McCartney. Oh. He was always going on about Paul McCartney, always. And he never met him. And I was, I, re, I just had a feeling that at some point McCartney was going to relent and they would do something together. That would have been the coolest. Yeah. That would have been the coolest. But what did McCartney say? I don't know. No, that's wrong. That's what he said. No? You got that one on there. You could have done it. No. You could have been well, that smooth. What do you mean? That's on, wrong. Uh, oh, you mean on these clips? Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Tama to Wakatangi Hani I found Paul McCartney had been buried underground, but I managed to record it. He said this. I need your help. So I got him out. Oh, good. I like him. And then I trod on his toe. What? Um, and then I said, we should go and get some food of Five Guys. And he said, well, I really think this is great. He wouldn't like Five Guys. Too much meat. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. And he would say... Then I asked him about the young lady I saw him with the other day, and he said... She was just 17. I left. Yeah. Not into that. Different times. Different times. Different, Different times. times. Different times. No, I think it's okay. It's not. It most definitely is not. Okay? Can we do that again? No. Finished. Goodbye. Come on. Hey. Dirty Paul. Anyway, she's not, she's not really 17. Yeah, I know it isn't. Okay. I need more Paul McCartney clips. I just want a whole wall I'm gonna find you some. of McCartney. After their prayers, I snapped out of it. I felt like I was split in two. The demon and We've I... We've all were... felt like that, love. The demon and I were not cohabiting in my body anymore. Thank God it was gone. Gene Simmons. The na- oh, God. The night after this experience, I had the best night's sleep I had in years. Should have tried night nurse. I had night nurse on Saturday night. And I woke up at half past four on Monday afternoon. That stuff is... No, Sunday afternoon. That would have been extraordinary Monday, wouldn't it? Is insane. I needed a sleep, though. I'm not sleeping right. Insane. Anyway, so that's all right for Britney. Well done. Britney Spears? No, other Britney. I've not slept well this year. I don't think I have. I don't think I ever will. Oh, well, I'm not so sure about my future. Here in my car, I got a bell. It's not the song. Um, I think about OAP sex, Gretna Green. Why is Gretna Green so horny? 
Uh, because it used to be the place you could go without having permission from your mum and dad. Well, but why Gretna Green? Scotland, isn't it? Is it in Scotland? It is in Scotland. And I think it's the, 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 the if you're going to straight line up, it's the closest place to, to get married. They have different laws about getting married in yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Am I right? I think if you could pick her up, you could marry her. I don't, know what, that up. I don't know what that means. It meant that you could go there and you didn't have to have your mum and dad's permission if you were under 18 but over 16, I think. Is that right? Oh, there's I'm going to say it like it's true. There's a great thing. I mean, they're really struggling to get stuff on Prince Harry now. This is a great one. Oh, under the age of 21 without your mum and dad say so. Prince Harry has been accused of cashing in on the death of Princess Diana by talking about his mental health battles to pocket an estimated £775,000. God, I wish he'd go out and earn his own money instead of relying on us. What he is? Well, he's cashing in on Princess Diana. Hey, if anybody's allowed to cash in on the death of Princess Diana... It's him and his brother. Um, can also, I just translate cash in on <laughs> yeah, the death? So he's, to, he's talking about his mother's death, yeah. which is the most formative part of his life. Yeah. The royal made his first post-Megxit appearance with wife Meghan at a conference with... You know J he's trading on his grandma's name. ...with J.P. Morgan bankers in Miami. During his speech, Harry revealed he had he had, had therapy to cope with the loss of his mum, who died in a car crash in 1997. Did you? I didn't small, know about that. From this small bit, I'm actually f thinking, great, he's going out, he's earning his own money. Brilliant. And I didn't know that about him. Sounds inspirational. Mm -hmm. Sounds inspirational. So let's just get this uh, straight. Is he not allowed to speak about his family at all? Because that would be cashing in. One critic tweeted, uh -huh. I'm literally disgusted that Harry is now dragging up Diana's death to earn money. I really didn't think he would stoop that low. This is disgusting on a whole different level. Shameful. Their titles must be stripped completely. Now, unless that's from a Mr. Charles Windsor... <laughs> Or a Miss, Mrs. Elizabeth Windsor. Who gives a toss? Public relations expert Mark Bukowski said, They've got to make a lot of money and are going to slip up on the way. The worry is how many of these types of gigs are there going to be? How often... Oh, gee, I didn't know it was going to win like this. Wow, well, what? How often can Harry play the card about mental health? Oh, a card. Play a card. Trust me, I got a, I got a loaded deck of those cards. A loaded deck of those cards. So he's been criticised for talking about mental health and criticised for cashing in on the death of his mum. I'll get stuffed! How dare you! Good for him! He's doing what everybody wanted. He's earning his own money and he's allowed to... We all talk about... Uh, he's encouraging people to take care of their mental health. I hate this How country. is that turned into playing a card? I hate people. You're welcome to them tonight, Daryl. They're getting right on my nerves. What's going on? Scumbags. Callers. I don't like callers. Yeah. I do like callers. We have had some really nice callers. We've just had some people, absolute right? bells. Just people. Um, just blooming people. Okay, on that note, good news for you. We're getting rid we, of people. We're going to get rid of people. No, Me? we're not. We're definitely not doing that. We're, uh, we're going to talk about cats. Oh. Suddenly I'm happy. Right? Yes, Let's man. go to a happy place. Yes, man. Oh, you've got a cat top on. I've got my cat on my top. Oh, cat tits. 
we've uh, we're going to speak. To, we're going to speak. Cutting it. That's a good. That's one. what I meant right. to say. Sorry. Uh, we're going to go to. We're going to speak to a cat whisperer uh, live on the radio. Oh, who's going to Who's going to whisper to our cats? So if you've got cats, cats them trained her cat to high five her. Yeah, I saw that. Short, leave me alone. Now. I saw that. I was very it's impressed. Like a really by that. annoying college student. My <laughs> cats are getting. My cats are getting right on my nerves. Befriended. I was nice to you on the first day. All right. Leave me alone. Oh. What are you yeah, doing? What's going on? I want to show you how much I hate my cats. This is what my my babies. He's do. taking your trousers off. What are you doing? Taking your trousers off. <gasps> this. Oh, this is where they Lord. climb up oh, using their claws. Oh, they want a bit of you, don't they? Yeah. By goodness me. Yeah. I feel you. Well, we're gonna we'll put we'll that right. That. Hopefully, that wasn't an invitation. Oh, blimey! Look at the time. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. <laughs>